I think it was because it was risky. I think that's why it worked so well. Is because it was risky, and they told a good story, and they had great people behind it, and they didn't pander to anybody. Um, they didn't try to talk down anybody. They really made it scary. They made it exciting. They made it adventurous um, and funny. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, I like I'll piggyback off of that. Like the originality. Like you you mentioned earlier about like these rides didn't have like a central story, so there's a lot you can pull from it. Yeah, and I feel like pirates did that, but Jungle Cruise ended up. They gave us our fan favorites and like shoved it in our faces. And granted, like we loved it, but the fact that you had to watch Pirates a couple times to be like, hey, wait, that's in the ride. Hey, wait, that's actually this. Like they Easter oh, egg oh, them. Oh, hey, that's gonna be in the ride in five years. are live with another episode of the Keeg Live. Today's episode, we are talking about Jungle Cruise. And that means the movie, that means the ride, that means all the other Disney ride-related movies. Um, But uh, I am not here to talk about it alone, so let me introduce my guests for today. First, she is a uh, fitness geek. I think that's what we decided to call her. Sam Willens of... Sam, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm here. It's a Saturday. I'm chill. <laughs> yeah? Are, are Saturdays good days? Yeah. They're just, uh, Isaac mentioned it earlier, where we were just kind of like cleaning and chilling and just preparing for the week. All right. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, I have questions for you in a little bit, but uh, for anyone who's watching this live, we are streaming to two platforms right now. Uh, we are streaming to twitch.tv slash the Keeg Show, but our main platform that we're drawing the chat from is volume.com. Uh, it's a new streaming platform based around singers, musicians, uh, niche geek shows such as this, uh, so on and so forth. Uh, so we are at volume.com slash the Keeg show. If you guys want to, uh, uh, click follow wherever you guys are watching, click like, you know, that do that sort of thing. We definitely appreciate you. But if you're listening to us and that is a podcast, you're just listening to us. You cannot see us. Uh, you're probably, uh, listening to us on Apple podcasts or Spotify or iHeartRadio or Google play or SoundCloud, so on and so forth, wherever you guys get your podcast, you're probably listening to us there. But if you're listening to us and not seeing us, Sam has a cool hat on. Um, Sam, you want to describe your hat and what it is? Yes. So it's my safari hat from Amazon. And I have uh, 3D printed skip ears, skipper ears. So on one side is the boat, uh, the jungle cruise going behind Albert Falls, the famous Albert Falls. And then on the other ear uh. is... What is it? It's a hippo. It's a hippo. Yeah. <laughs> I thought okay. it was an elephant. It's a hippo. <laughs> okay. And they're from Not So Hidden Mickey is the shop. Okay. All right. All right. If anyone uh, wants an we- actual visual. Yeah. Uh, for anyone listening to the podcast, uh, it's awesome that you're supporting the podcast. And we definitely would love for you to click like or whatever or, or whatever the podcasts are. Maybe give us a five star review. That's always nice. Uh, but, you know, there is the added thing of like watching it live or watching the video where you could see what everybody's dressed up as. Uh, so nice ears, Sam. Thank you. Uh, our our second guest is voiceover artist, actor extraordinaire, Isaac Robinson-Smith. Isaac, how are you doing today? 
What's up? How's it going? I'm I'm super underdressed. I don't you can't see it, but I'm wearing my Walt Disney pictures. Okay, there we go. Right there. That's then, the thing. Yeah, that's the thing about the framing. It's like yeah. if there's anything down here, you can't really see it. And I was showing Sam earlier, but these are I can't put them on because of my headphones, but I do have these vintage okay. Disneyland ears that I've had since I was a kid. Ooh. From the movies. So Do you have a do you have a picture of yourself as a kid wearing that? I somewhere I do, yes. I have, okay. I think I have pictures of myself as a I have pictures of myself as an adult at a Disney convention riding a, a, a speeder bike with these on for the Battlefront game that was coming out. So, oh. yes, there are many oh, pictures. So cool. <laughs> All right. This hat has been through quite a bit. Yeah. I used to have a Donald a Donald Duck hat that was the bill. Oh, yeah. Was like I, was... a, I, think it, I think it was a squeaky bill, too. It was like a plastic bill. I think it squeaked, but I'm not quite sure. I don't I remember. Think you're right. I, think you're I don't right. have it still. Yeah. I don't have it. <laughs> and uh, I'm kind of sad that I don't have it. Uh, <laughs> I may have a picture of me with it because I yeah. wore it like whenever I used to go on vacations, not even to Disneyland, just like <laughs> when on vacation, I would just wear it. Welcome to as, Yellowstone. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I would wear that. So uh, that was my thing. Um, I want to know your guys's before we even talk about the movie. Uh, what's your guys's Disney experience slash expertise? Are you guys big Disney heads? Is that what it's called? What are what are fans of Disney called? Disney Files, like, um, oh, okay. Disney Nerds. Uh, yeah, Disney Nerds. Nerds. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Disney Nerds. Disney Nerds. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you have to say it like that. Disney Nerds. Yeah. You have to roll the two. Yeah. Uh, uh, are you guys Disney Nerds? Yes. 100%. A hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I I don't know what I'm doing hosting this episode, but uh, uh, but I think I I think of the, the think of me as like the bridge between people who know everything and people who know nothing. Okay. I, I think <laughs> like I can keep up. Like yeah. uh, tell me tell us tell me something I don't know, Isaac. Isaac, tell me something I don't know. Then Sam, tell me something I don't know. Um, the buildings on Main Street get smaller as you go down um, to create a forced perspective draw to the center of the park where you can then see the rest of the hub, which are all the other lands you can go to. But you're being drawn to the castle because the perspective is drawing you down on Main Street. And, re well, and reversely, the buildings get bigger, so it feels like a shorter walk on the way out than it does to go in. I did not know that, so good job. <laughs> you get five, five points to Isaac. That's Sam, good. tell me. Tell me something I don't know. Did you know that Jungle Cruise actually used to be a lot longer? Uh, like how longer? Like why? Why did it change? I don't know. I don't know the exact length, but the Jungle Cruise actually had more to it. The river was a lot bigger, and then uh -huh. during I don't I don't know the exact time. It, I researched it a long time ago, so I don't remember the exact days. But uh -huh. during one of the big developments of like updating the park, they shortened it. Oh. I didn't know that either. When do you know when they did it? I don't need the date, but like, would it have been when I was a kid or before that point? I want to say it was like probably right before we were all born. Oh, okay. Maybe exactly. around Indiana Jones era because I know that structure yeah. cuts right into the river. So. Oh, okay. It was around See, that that time. Maybe I barely know anything about Disneyland. I think it's more likely I'm going to know things about Disney movies, you know, having seen like fairly pretty much all the Disney movies. Like I've seen it, but Disneyland, I didn't go too much as a kid because it was so damn expensive. And we like a family <laughs> of, it's very hard to take a family of four. And like, uh, 
And then all the stuff there, like my family was the type of family that we would pack a lunch and go to amusement parks, you know, because lunch there is expensive. It's oh, yeah. expensive. Like, oh, 100%. We, you know, yeah. And so, uh, uh, yeah, I've only been to like as a, as a child, I had only gone to Disneyland a handful of times. And truth be told, as an adult, I have gone a handful of times. So <laughs> I've probably gone as just as many times as an adult as a kid. And it's not that much. You know, um, how often do you guys go? Well, before pre-pandemic, it was a lot. I used to go almost like once or twice a month. And it's just a quick hop down. What? Yeah, I used to go. I used to go a lot. But now, like, I was just talking to my friends about this. Like, we can't even we can't even just hop down now because we don't have that annual pass anymore. So it's kind of depressing. Just, I was like, oh, I had like half my week was pretty free. I was like, I could have like hopped down to Disneyland and like spent the day at Disneyland. And then yeah. next day I fly back and I was like, I can't even do that because I don't want to pay like 150 bucks to go to the park. Right. Oh, yeah. So uh, I, did you used to live down here? Because you live up up north now. Yeah. No, I, I never used to live down south. But my, my in-laws are in, they have a, a place down south. In Laguna Beach. So, so you used to do two twice a month while living in Northern California. Yeah. Well, the plus side that's, is if you get a Southwest credit card, you get a lot of points <laughs> to fly Southwest for free. That is that's crazier. That's even crazier. Is it just me? Is that crazy, Isaac? No, it doesn't seem too bad to me. No, Isaac, <laughs> talking, you the wrong, lived, talking, talking the wrong. If person. you lived in the Bay Area. You would come down twice a month just to go to Disneyland? If I had the opportunity, yes, because I only got to come down once a year as a kid, and I want to do it so much more, because I'm from Northern California also. Are so you? Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I understand. I understand the pull. If I had the power and the wherewithal to do that, I would have done it. Yeah, so like, I, if, yeah, as a kid, you would go down once a year. As yeah. an adult, you're like, well, I have adult money now, so right. I'm going to go do the kid things. Yeah. And, like, Dimitri, you've met Carolyn. Like, I would stay with Carolyn, and we would... Like, yeah. so like I wouldn't I wouldn't pay for hotels half the time. It was just flights. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's just okay. So I used to work for Rainforest Cafe, which is downtown Disney, yeah. and so I was given free access to the park myself, but I couldn't bring other people in, uh, and I barely went. I went a couple of times with coworkers, and I went and I did my thing, and but like. I know that some people like just hop like after work would hop on the monorail because the monorail is right there and they just mm-hmm. go into the park. And like, I was like, no, I got stuff to do. Like I got like, I like Disneyland. I'm not even, ha- I'm not hating on it. I'm just like, that's, that's dedication. <laughs> that, yeah. I don't know if like, <clears throat> I mean, I've never lived down there, so I don't know like yeah. if after work, but like, like I said, like earlier this week I had like, I ended up not having people come in and film. So I was like, well, if I like lived close, I could have like hopped into the park. Oh wait, I don't even live close. I don't even have an annual pass anymore. So what's the point? Right, right. So. Ah, it's crazy. <laughs> uh, Matthew Mori is in the audience. Matt, Matt saying I've been more times than I can count, easily hundreds of times. That's at a at a certain point. What do you what do you start doing? Like looking in every crack and every corner, being like, "What's what's this crack in the wall? What's this experience like? Is well, that what happens?" Well, I mean, <clears throat> I'm you're, I'm also a biased opinion, but I've worked in Disneyland on and off for eleven years. So mm-hmm. as someone that's worked in the park, 
and still see something new almost every shift that I have, there's always something that I'm discovering. Even if it's like the way that a show functions or the way that a character exits or a different uh, paint job they did on a building or an upgrade to a ride. Like there's so many things that are consistently evolving with the resort that mm -hmm. are different all the time. So, but I find joy in seeing those differences. People that aren't super into that maybe won't see those things or will just see, you know, the park is the park. But I always am like very attuned to changes and, and upgrades and like right ways also ways that it's moving people because the people are different every time the park may stay consistent but the people are different and that's one thing that oh yeah working there so yeah yeah i think that's what i personally that's what i find as a way, reason to come back okay time. okay i'm not saying you guys are losers or lamos you guys are super cool people but uh uh oh no there's no but i don't know why i said it. why did i say but uh there's no but uh, you guys are super cool people, period. Um, Matt Morey says he used to work there, too. Oh, yeah, that's oh, right. Cool. I forgot. Matt used to work there. Um, uh, I could tell you every inch of Rainforest Cafe. Uh, I love that place. That, you know, <laughs> it's horrible. It is horrible. Rainforest Cafe is horrible. Maybe from What do you love about I, it? Tell well, I mean, yeah. I, only, I only went in to eat. I didn't work there, so I don't know. what You probably right. saw the things that I didn't. <laughs> yeah, it's it was... It was horrible, but what did you what you what you get there? Uh, I can't remember exactly, but I just remember I liked the environment and I liked the whatever the volcano like brownie Sunday thing was, and the animals were cool. I don't know, it was just yeah. But I only I had like maybe three experiences there total on meals that yeah. were like years apart from each other. So like it was always yeah. new when I would go. The coolest thing about Rainforest Cafe was the outside, like not not even the patio. I mean, just the architecture on the outside because it looks like a. It look, I think it looks like a like a Mayan pyramid or something, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. On the outside, and like, uh, yeah, I mean that's pretty cool. Uh, Matt <laughs> Morey says they replaced it with a Star Wars merchandise store. So, they did. Yep. Okay. <laughs> um. Uh. But like, I what I hated was they were like, oh, we got an like got another order for the for the for the volcano cake or whatever, and then you have to go volcano <laughs> as like you walk, and it's like oh oh. Anyway, um, <laughs> those are my those are my experiences. Uh, what are your guys' experiences with the Jungle Cruise ride? Before we even talk about the movie, what's your experiences with the Jungle Cruise ride? It's uh, it's hands down one of my favorite rides. Um, okay, I love the overly punny dad jokes. Yeah, and then one of my most memorable experiences, and I know like the cast members have gotten or they have to be a little bit more strict on their scripts and whatever but mm. i remember one time and i think it was actually for the 50th anniversary we went on it uh my dad and my friend and i went on it at night and it was during the very the first show of the evening of phantasmic and the skipper was hilarious as we went underneath the waterfall he was like look it's gonna be just like fantastic and he starts flicking all the lights and like singing the song and it was just it was and like throughout other parts of the ride he started flicking all the lights and making it just like fantastic it was it was fantastic <laughs> okay. it was like the most memorable ride i've ever had and i've never had a skipper like live up to that ever uh -huh. Just, just that, to like roll, roll with it, roll with the punches, and just kind of like have full control and just fun. Do you know who the skipper was? No, I was uh, I was like fifteen at the time, so I don't even know. Oh, okay, and that <laughs> skipper, Albert Einstein. 
you know what? Anyway, um, uh, Isaac, uh, what? Were you ever a skipper? I was never a skipper. No, because okay. the the Jungle Cruise is not part of the entertainment department. Weirdly, it's it's a completely it's part of attractions. So. Okay. No, but even if I wanted to be a skipper, I couldn't do it. But I love and admire the people that are. I have friends that have done it or do it now. Like my friend Carl has been working at Disneyland for over 40 years, and he's a skipper at the Jungle Cruise. Um, mm. I love it because it's an original attraction to the park. So it's like got the 1955 stamp on it, which I think is really cool that it's lasted this long. Mm. Um, and I like it, too, because it's evolved with the culture of, of who's writing it. Um, like they've updated some stuff uh, based off of, you know, sensitivity to culture and and race and those things which i think is awesome that they're doing that but also yeah. it is the timeless jokes <laughs> that are that are endlessly terrible but i always laugh at but it's also like sam was saying the individuality of the skippers that makes it so cool because like mm. i've had friends that have done it and then i have other people that i've never met that do it and it's just it's fascinating to go because it's a different ride every time because of that ride. yeah um and there are some really like big people that were skippers at one point like i remember reading that like i know john lasseter is not really part of in the, in the mix of the company anymore but he was a skipper at one point i think steve martin mm. may have yeah, been I think I steve... wasn't steve martin a janitor i can't remember <laughs> I got wait it. wasn't steve martin the magic shop he was wasn't magic that shop. the magic shop yeah. Yeah. that's what it yeah. was. yeah that's right um and yeah, it's uh, I loved going on it because it was one of my it's my one of my mom's favorite rides. So like every trip we had to do it and it wasn't it was weird. It's like every time we went on it, it was like, OK, we got to do the Jungle Cruise. And by the time we were on it and did it, I was like, I don't know why I always don't, like have this apprehension. It's always great every time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I've just grown to appreciate it more after being a cast member and seeing what these people do and the work they put into making it unique. So I love the ride. I think it's so much fun. Yeah. It's yeah, it's one of the best rides. Yeah. Uh, did you have high hopes going into this movie? Like, what what do you think? What do you think about the trailer? Like, you watch the trailer, you realize, oh, there's a Jungle Cruise movie coming out. Maybe you knew that beforehand. Whatever. Uh, what were your What were your thoughts on the trailer? What were your hopes and dreams going in? Um, I wasn't super down when I saw the trailer. Um, okay. I, I have I was talking to a couple of people about how I think trailers just in general now have sort of homogenized into this one format and it's the same sort of feel just with a different movie every time. But yeah. mm -hmm. I think that and I think Jungle Cruise kind of sank into that. No pun intended. Uh, like, mm. <laughs> yeah, it's already it's already starting bad. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it didn't quite capture my attention. I, I went into it with low expectations like, OK, it's a Disney live action movie. That's a ride that's probably going to try to capture some of the magic that Pirates had, like all the ride movies have up until this point. So I wasn't super excited. If we're doing initial, I wasn't super excited, but I wanted to see it because just, you know, of what it is. And right. So, but yeah, those right. are my initial thoughts going in. OK, initial thoughts, Sam. Pretty much the same as like, oh, no, like they after Pirates, they didn't really have a great track record. So I was like, oh, a little bit of apprehension. But I was like, well, I love The Rock. And I love The Jungle Cruise. So I feel like I'm going to I'm gonna watch it. I just don't know what to expect. But I will say I set my uh, uh, waterline, pun intended, really low. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Matt, Matt <laughs> yeah, says... Matt says his favorite Jungle Cruise joke is, and I can't, I don't understand this joke. Here is Schweitzer Falls, named after Dr. Albert Falls. Oh, yeah. What is that? 
What does that mean? What? Well, it's it's because they set it up by saying, here's the great Schweitzer Falls. You're expecting the last name to be Schweitzer as name of the falls, but then they say it's oh, okay. Albert Falls, and that's where it, oh. it's... Okay. <laughs> yep, that's it. That's, <laughs> yeah, right. that's it. That's the um, <laughs> I like puns, but... And but I mean not that's not even a pun. That's just a that's a joke. But anyway, the point yeah. being is I like puns, but sometimes they're uh they are Oh, they're they are horrible bad. and they're so good. Yeah, oh they're great. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh okay. Um going into this movie, we uh I feel like everybody kept their expectations low. I I when I from the trailer, I saw two things. I was like, they're trying to go for a pirate's feel. Uh, with with the villains, at least what I had seen in the trailers. I'm like, there's some magical things and the whatever, and then blah! And so, like, that's what I thought the villains were going to be. Okay, great. And then uh, I also was like, okay, but this is the same dynamic as the mummy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it is literally the same dynamic as the mummy. Uh, you have the, you have the main guy who is, who is fairly native to the area he knows he's not native to the area but he like knows everything about the area because he's lived there like his whole life right uh then you have this super smart bookish uh uh woman who is very headstrong who comes into the area looking for a magic artifact right uh and then you have her this part is oddly specific her brother (laughs) yeah who can't do a damn thing right comes (laughs) and he's like afraid and he comes on the trip. That part is very specifically the mummy. Yeah. And then also Jungle Cruise. But like the first two parts, I get it. Any movie kind of runs on like a, like a, you know, there's two opposites and they attract and like, that's kind of like, and then they're on an adventure. Indiana Jones has that. But Indiana Jones doesn't have like that third thing where it's the woman's brother. Yeah. On the trip. Like that's an oddly wheel. specific thing, right? Like an oddly specific thing. It's an interesting little third wheel. I when I was watching it, I started attributing it to National Treasure as well. Oh, they, yeah. There was there Justin was... Bartha. <laughs> That's the only other thing I know Justin Bartha from, other than Hangover. It's <laughs> Justin Bartha. Oh, and he, he was in oh it's Failure to Launch. He was in Failure to Launch. Justin Bartha was. He wasn't the main guy. No, he... he's one of the side okay. characters. I hate Failure to Launch. I don't know. It's an oddly specific thing that I hate. I um, I used to do teen movie reviews for the Orange County Register when I was a That's senior in high school. Teen movie. No, but we were all eighteen. So, oh, okay. well, it was not rated R. It's PG thirteen. But no, it's not that we reviewed teen movies. It's that we oh. were teens reviewing movies. Oh, oh, okay. I was right. like, That's not yeah. even in the realm. Yeah, of teen yeah. That's movies. not. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. So, so could we watch everything? Like my first one was history of violence that came out that first week that I was assigned. So we were in two groups and we had to do every other week. So me and my friend, we were the only two kids from the same high school that, uh, uh, were part of the eight person teen group. So he was on one group and I was on the other. So we ended up seeing each other's movies with each other. So we saw a movie every week. And so, um, I forget. I think I had to see Failure to Launch. That was one of my movies. And if you if you look back at that time period, that's 2006. No, 2005. That might have been 2005, end of 2005, going into 2006. Anyway, the point being is we had to watch it. 
it was a horrible movie. We were forced to write reviews for it. And like, we didn't get to choose what movies we got to see. We saw the biggest movie that came out each week. And so some of them are really bad. Like Eon Flux, we saw. Oh man. Uh, oh, I'm uh, so sorry. <laughs> uh, I, and we had to see that. And then, but because I saw it with my friend, we saw everything. So we saw all the bad movies and all the good movies. But there was like King Kong. We saw King Kong. I liked King Kong. But the point being is that, uh, what's my point? Oh, failure to launch. Horrible movie. <laughs> I have such a huge disdain. I have Not such a huge way. disdain for it. Yes. <laughs> I have, uh, uh, it was it was really bad. Um, really, really bad. Uh, I can't remember what good movies came out during that year. 2005? 2000, end of 2005 to 2006, summer. <gasps> Mr. and Mrs. Smith came out in 05. But it would have, but was it before September? So September 2005 to September 2006. That, that's that was my... That's a long time ago. You're asking a lot. <laughs> right. Where were you? <laughs> you know, right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I had to do... Uh, what was cool? Oh, uh, Talladega Nights came out. Oh, that, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was... uh, I saw that. That was one of my movie reviews that I reviewed. Uh, and so I remember that. Uh, and so... Anyway, point being is, uh, there was no pirate... Wait, was there a Pirates movie? Did I... See, Maybe. there must have been a, a the second or third one. No, the third one came out in like oh seven oh eight. Shit. I'm looking up pirate. Now. Oh, pirates! World's End came out two thousand and seven. So then, okay. What then? Dead, what was Dead Man's the... Chest was probably oh five, oh six, because Pirates. I one think they filmed back to back. It is two thousand six. Dead Man's oh, Chest okay. oh six, oh, uh, June okay. June oh oh. I think I reviewed oh, that one. Oh, and nice. I remember seeing that on my birthday because it came out in June. Oh, yeah, June twenty wow. fourth, two thousand six. So I did review Dead Man's Chest. I think that was my specific review uh, in the Orange County Register. So yeah. when did you start reviewing movies? To that it, September, you said of that Sept year. September two thousand five to September two thousand six. Damn. Okay, I was just looking at another movie that came out. Batman Begins came out in two thousand five, and I was like, you didn't review. But Batman it came out. Begins? It came out before. It came out before, yeah. It came out yeah. June 2005, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, but interesting you brought that up. I The reason I got the job, or at least some like I, 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 somebody referred me, was I wrote MySpace movie reviews off of movies that I was seeing around like 2005. So wow. I saw Fantastic, I, Fantastic Four. I used to write little blogs on MySpace for it. And so somebody was like, hey, you should check this out. You write these, go do that. And so I was like, all right, cool. And so I think I sent that as my sample. That's awesome. Batman Begins my or Fanta my Fantastic Four. I think it was okay. Fantastic Four as well. Like, I, I was doing a couple of different uh, movie reviews then. Anyway, point being is, <laughs> look at me now, baby. Look at me now. <laughs> point is, 20, Failure to Launch is a terrible movie. Yeah. <laughs> Failure to Launch Justin is Martha a terrible is movie. <laughs> Justin, Bartha, Justin Bartha is in it. I guess that's what we... There's... <laughs> I was just watching a, they made fun of Justin Bartha on this TV show that I was watching. They were like, you pay, <laughs> there's the hangover Thailand tour experience and Justin <laughs> Bartha picks you up from the airport. Like he has nothing better to do oh, than to wow. pick up all the people from the airport to take them to the tour. It's just this <laughs> joke. They don't show just Justin Bartha, but the joke is that's yeah. the, the hangover. It's the hangover to hangover to Thailand tour experience. And Justin Bartha picks you up from the airport. Um, <laughs> oh, <poor guy. laughs> 
It's funny because that guy disappears at the beginning of every hangover and he <laughs> has he's not he's like not even in it. I know, I know. It's so funny. Um all right. So, Jungle Cruise. Um let I mean let's just let's just talk generally. Did you guys like Jungle Cruise as a as a movie? No. As a right movie. Wait. Uh <laughs> How do we tackle, how do you guys tackle this movie? Did you guys go in wanting it to be a good movie or a good ride movie? Or like, how did you get, like, what did you want from this? Like I said, the, I set the water line really low. Right. All I wanted was horrible jokes. Okay. And that was it. Like, I that was, oh. It, that's that all was I what, wanted. Okay. That's all I wanted. <laughs> I was not expecting it. Cause I knew that like, I just didn't think that puns would play a part in the movie. I just thought they would skip over that pun in, not intended, but I intended. So uh, I thought they would like, I, I did thought they like, they were like out of all the things that jungle cruise is, I thought it was going to be a plot, a jungle cruise plot as opposed to dialogue. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just wanted really corny jokes. That's all I, yeah, hope. like I for them to kind of like, I wasn't expecting make those in there somehow. Like, and hopefully they weren't too constricting. <laughs> Are we just going to do puns? We can yes. do puns the whole time. That's fine. <laughs> Great. Like, I'm so sorry. That's, I mean, okay. For, for <laughs> listeners, they can, uh, they'll have a, they'll have a hoot, uh, you know? Um, all right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't expecting puns. And then when the rock started saying those puns as part of his thing, uh, it was cute. I thought it was cute. But the, I, the, I, I loved it. I loved that the whole crew, the whole like crew that were on the ship were like, really? <laughs> I just loved yeah. like, wow, yeah. stop. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's what I thought was one of the cool parts about the way the movie was functioning is that they got all of the like, here's the stuff from the ride you remember things like out of the way, like in the first 20 minutes. And then they had the plot right. that would carry the rest of the movie, which I, yeah. for me, I went into it looking for it as a ride movie and as a good movie. I just wanted to have fun. Really, that which is how I go into most movies. But I loved that they had all the stuff. It's like here's here's the fun Disney stuff. If you're a fan of the ride, here's all those things you wanted right away. So you know you're we 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 see you out there. But then they took it to the mystical like adventure part of it, which right. I, which I thought was great. Yeah, right. they like hooked you. They they yeah. did a good job. They've been watching their TikTok like you know tips yeah. like hook them and then continue on. Right. right. So, uh, yeah. They- yeah. It, 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 there, there was something, okay, it starts off, where does it start off? It starts off in the library or that society, right? Isn't yeah. that yeah. It starts in, 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 in a lecture, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, where the, the, the brother, I don't even remember his name. Uh, the brother McGregor. is, is that his name? His first yeah. name is McGregor? Yeah, yes. No, no, McGregor yeah. is uh, uh, the, the Rock's character. No, his name's Frank. Yeah. I thought it's Frank McGregor. <laughs> no. <laughs> Where were you? Am, am I, you this yeah. am, I co- totally, am I totally off? Yeah, Frank is What was Frank's is last wrong. name? We don't, Frank didn't have a last name. He didn't. We found out more about him later, but like his name is Frank. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's looking it up. You're right. You're right. I was looking it up. You're also, right, McGregor. Emily, I got. I was confused. Okay. Emily Blunt is in this what? movie too. Just so you know, um, she's also in this. 
Yeah. Was I, why was I forgetting Emily? No, no, I was saying like if if these details are missing, like I'm just no making sure. That, yeah. <laughs> I know Emily Blunt, and I know that her character is Lily because yeah. Lily and Flower. She's looking for the flower. Her name is Lily. That's like nice. It's very heavy handed in that respect. You know, it'd be like if if Evie was named Mummy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that works. In in the mummy. Uh in the second one, she is a mommy, though. So yes. you know. Don't put your head down. You guys ask for the puns. You guys <laughs> open the door. Yeah, yeah. And that I mean, these puns don't even have to be jungle cruise puns, you know? Right. Uh yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh yeah, her name was Lily, Emily Blunt, and I loved Emily Blunt in this. Yeah. I don't have much experience with Emily Blunt, but uh, she was lovely and cute enough in this movie that that yesterday on yesterday's show we talked about our top five celebrity crushes, and mine changes all the time. But <laughs> Emily Blunt has bumped into there because of this movie because I like her personality. She's very much like Evie from Mummy. By the way, yeah. the Mummy is like one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, like, it's a oh, it's so great good. movie. Yeah. yeah, and and so like Evie is amazing in that, and then. Emily Blunt reminded me. I like Ravenclaw girls. I think that's what it is. Okay. Ravenclaw girls. She's a Ravenclaw girl. You know, I like you. I don't need the Myers Briggs thing. You know, yeah. I don't. I don't have like a like a you know a big butt type thing. No, it's like Ravenclaw. Well, I mean, big yeah. butts. Big butts are nice, dude. I'm just. But Ravenclaw girls. Ravenclaw girls is my thing. We're getting to something else now. We moved yeah. on to another topic. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, but Emily Blunt, uh, she's so she's so cute and charming in this. Yeah. Yeah, I loved her in this. They did such a good job, like writing her. Did you not yeah. see uh, Mary Poppins Returns or Quiet Place Two or anything of other recent stuff? Okay. Quiet not Place Two. Quiet, just, place? Uh, quiet, quiet Place is scary. Won't do it. Mary Poppins is scary. Won't do. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> 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 I uh, I don't have a personal attachment to Mary Poppins, so I never so I've seen Mary Poppins and I haven't seen Mary Poppins Returns because I don't know. Yeah, I get you. You know, I'm trying to think yeah. of other Emily Blunt stuff like Devil Wears Prada. Was that? Something? I've seen Devil Wears Prada, but I didn't like her personality in that because she oh, just kind of plays. She's the the yeah, antagonist, like the yeah. kind of antagonist kind of yeah. person, you know. Um, but I mean, I think she's lovely. I yeah. you know, I, I think she's great. Uh, I just. I she's married see to her Jim in... Halpert. Like, she's got to be good, right? Eh. I mean, John Krasinski's whatever. Oh, yeah, I have seen Five Year Engagement, but that was so long ago, and I I mean, whatever. Uh, <laughs> again, she didn't stand out to me. I want to see Edge of Tomorrow. I never saw Edge of Tomorrow. That's a pretty cool movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, My worry going into this movie, and uh, my worries were founded, uh, comparing it to the mummy, what makes the mummy really good with Brendan Fraser's character, Rick O'Connell, is that he isn't the best at everything. He is capable of making mistakes. He has flaws. He gets his ass kicked, right? Like, that's part of the charm of the character. He'll get his ass kicked. He'll get back up. He'll think. And then he'll do something different, Right. My worry is The Rock plays the same type. And I don't mind him always playing the same archetype, but The Rock never loses. Not in a fair fight. He he never loses. He never has flaws. Not enough 
that like sets him apart. And I was afraid going into the movie that would be the case, and it was the case. Wait, didn't he in Mummy 2? Didn't The Rock lose? Yeah, but that's the beginning of his career. You want to talk about that? That's the beginning of his career. That's the beginning of his career. A couple years later, he does a movie, Be Cool, which is a sequel to Get Shorty. I've seen it. Right? John Travolta kicks his ass in that movie. So... The Rock was at that level where John Travolta is kicking his ass. <laughs> so that 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 time in The Rock's career does not count. Okay, okay, fine. All right. Yeah, we're talking fine. we're talking modern day Rock stuff. Even in the Fast and the Furious movies, him and Vin Diesel have the same thing. They have the same problem. They cannot lose in a fair fight. They can get sucker punched, and you or like a bad guy like will do something, and like then they lose. But it's not a fair fight. So. They can't, and then when they fight each other, one wins, then the other wins, one wins, then the other wins, and you never get to know who's better, and then they split off into their own franchises. So, like, that's kind of, like, written into their contracts, I would assume. It's like they can't lose a fair fight. Doesn't The Rock have, like, a lot of creative control in his, like, projects? Or at least I think in The Jungle Cruise, like, I... I would assume so, yeah. I mean, it's... I think he's one of those actors that definitely has pull in what happens to him just because he has such he's created he's created his own empire as far as who he is as a persona. So I mean I think that maybe right. maybe adds into it, but I understand the frustration of like, just want to see it not work one time. Right. Yeah. But yeah. I I I I just I don't know. What do what do you guys think? Are you fine with the rock being that tight? Or I, do you I mean, want him? Like, do you guys understand where I'm coming from? Do you I agree? Totally, do you disagree? No, uh, completely. Yeah, I agree. I, I totally understand. Yeah. I I mean, I, I'm i okay with it only because I know that that's who he is and that's what he presents in all of the movies that he does. Um, but I did like in this movie how there was sort of an element of, I mean, it's, you find out that, I'm not going to spoil it for people watching, but that it's not, it's not 100% fair. Um, anyway, but we, also- I mean, we could we could do spoilers in this episode. I mean, okay. it's one of the like, why are you watching this Jungle Cruise talk? You haven't yeah. seen the movie, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so there's that, but also I like that he sort of, I think in seeing that he rigs it so that he does win in a couple of instances in the movie makes right. him like, oh, he's he's not completely on top right now. Like he needs help and he needs, and he's also. Right essentially suffered forever. So maybe there's a little bit of, maybe he's taking himself down slightly in that regard with this movie, but I don't know. That's what I feel. That's, that's the equivalent of like losing a fight. And then you're like, I meant to lose the fight. Like, I mean, because it's like, I had planned it from the get go though. I do like that. What, what he did with the, with the, with Proxima, the, the Jaguar. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I I liked that. I thought that was, you remember the Jaguar's name, but not the brother's name. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, that's why. I wonder why. It's because the brother didn't do anything. I did love the a moment that he had the movie. We'll get to that later on. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Uh. So yeah, I mean, I like the con man version of like like Rock. Like I like the Rock being smart and like you know being charming because he's very charming. Yeah. Um. That being said, I just want him to lose. I just want him to lose sometimes. Like yeah. just it's fine. Human beings lose. I think he's showing that, like, he's not human. Like, he just wants to be the rock so bad that he won't lose. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I feel like, 
Grant will go back in time and talk about like The Rock when he first started his acting career to now. Like he's greatly improved. <laughs> yeah. Greatly improved, but like it's just always the same character. Like like you could pluck him out of this and pop him in Jumanji and it would somehow work. Right. Not just because it's it's a green it's a green There's an landscape. exception for Jumanji though. Jumanji's the exception because his character in his head yes, is not is a ch- the rock. Yeah. It's a child. But, like, he's still a big, brooding, strong guy. You pop him into another film, he's still the big, strong, brooding guy. Like, we never see him anything else. So it just, it gets kind of old and tired after after some point. Like, Emily Blunt is so good at, like, disguising herself. She goes from a bitch in Devil Wears Prada to a horror movie to this. Like, she's got way more range. I have way more respect for her. And, like, if you're comparing The Rock to, like, Rick O'Connell's character, like, the sass level is not there. <laughs> like, like Rick O'Connell's, like, sassiness in the whole mo- um, whole franchise is just unbeatable. And, yeah. like, The Rock has this, like, I'm going to be, like, suave and kind of cocky, but not sassy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have a good way of, of trying to, like, see this. Do you guys play D&D? Do you guys play any sort of... Like have, yeah. tabletop RPG. Have you? Yeah. Uh, Isaac has. Sam, have you? Um, my sister and her boyfriend are putting together a game for my husband and I because we've never played. Okay. So, but do you kind of get how it works though, right? I understand. I, yeah, because they're they're into D and D, so we understand. Um, I feel like somebody playing, like if they created a character like The Rock in this movie, and they're playing alongside, like I would create a character like Rick O'Connell. Like, he has flaws. You just go with what you think Rick would do in that situation, even if it's not the right decision to make. Like, you go with what your character wants to do. But then I feel like somebody playing The Rock in a D&D campaign or whatever would get really annoying because they would always want to win. And they would always want to, like... And if you get them, they'd be like, I meant for that to happen. So, ha-ha, joke's on you. I feel like it would be really annoying, right? To play with that character. Yeah, yes. I agree. I think, though, that in movies in general with personalities, I think there is just, I think it's in cycles. So I think there's going to always be somebody that's in Hollywood that is that person for a while. And then there's this person that does all these other things. And so maybe The Rock is just filling that place right now in our current version yeah. of Hollywood compared to stars from before. But who was it? Who was it before? Who was the one person that could not lose a fight? I don't know. I'm trying to think of like. Oh, oh, sorry. No, no, go for it. Well, who are you gonna say? Go. go. Well, I was trying. I was thinking about like action movies, like Arnold. Yeah, Arnold is a good one. Oh yeah, Arnold, Arnold. can't lose. Um, Stallone. Uh, Stallone like looked like he could lose. Well, he did lose. You know. In oh thing, yeah, he. Oh yeah, that's right. Rocky lost. Rocky yeah. lost, but but I mean, but there's there's sort of an it it's sort of a, I think it's I think it goes back and forth, but also I think there may be just something from an image standpoint from the studio because The Rock has been associated with Disney for a long time now, doing has things he. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. there was the like... Game plan, race yeah. to which mountain? Is that, yeah. yeah, race to which yeah. mountain. Um, the Tooth uh, Fairy. Moana. Is that, is that Moana, yeah. Yeah. The Tooth Fairy. Yeah, so I think I think they're, they've molded their version of The Rock to what we see here. And I think Universal was doing the same with Fast and Furious. You know, this is this guy and this is the persona we want to show. Right. Because he is just that person. He's that guy that just, you know, can't get it. And, and also, he's one of the few, like... Um, I guess in this movie, he's one of the carrying characters of the plot, so I think he just sticks out as like, oh, he's the guy that can't lose because he's one of the three people we see the most on screen. So, right. 
So yeah, I don't know. I think there's a lot going into it, but it might also be coming from him. I don't know because I know he had a hard, you know, time. He had a, he had a really rough background and everything. So maybe this is kind of his, I don't know, Hollywood redemption of himself. And he wants to always be that person that he couldn't be when he was a kid. I don't know. There's a lot of things that may feed into it. I mean, we're going deep with that, yeah. but I mean, I would add to the depth uh, of it being like maybe he's playing a version of his dad and the yeah. way he sees his dad. Yeah, so many things. But yeah, but I totally see where you're coming from. I agree with you. And I would love to see, maybe he'll do it in, um, what is it, Black Adam that he's working on right now? I don't know. If no, oh, yeah. there's no way. Black Adam, <laughs> Black Adam as a character, there's a reason why Black Adam as a character is not going up against Shazam in the movie. Because they're enemies in, yeah. in the comics. And Shazam beats Black Adam. And there's a reason why this is a Black Adam solo movie. Because he's okay. not going to lose against Zachary Levi. Like, yeah. that's what I think. And okay. that, and, and the character... He's so the, passionate. The, I mean, this is, this, is my, this is my house now. <laughs> <laughs> but like... This right, is my that's jungle. What I think. Welcome to the jungle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. I think purposely Black Adam's solo movie is so that Black Adam can just be the badass in a movie of badasses because there's going to be other badasses in the right. movie but he's just going to be the guy who does whatever he wants yeah right you know i feel you I feel uh you. yeah uh sam were you gonna say something no you were letting, just gonna you, laugh. letting you just letting you me? go go on about your, your <laughs> <Yeah>. comic talk <laughs> I, I i just think that i don't think the rock would lose anything by losing you know what i mean like he's yeah. still lovable i love him I think right. he's charming, you know? I like The Rock a lot. It's just my one critique of him. Got it. You know? I got you, yeah. Uh, what did you think of the plot of the movie? The plot of the movie, well, the plot of the movie, then there's the twist, and then we find out more about the plot. But, like, like was the plot simple? Was it Was it good enough to, like, carry the whole movie? Like, how'd you guys feel about that? Sam? So I may end up like just tangenting off of this. So the okay. plot was just, it was simple. The twist was great. Like I actually didn't see that one coming, even even with like the little clues that they started to put in there. Like I, I actually didn't get it. And I was watching yeah. it with a very critical eye. So I like, I didn't see it. So I was pleasantly shocked. I just was, I was annoyed that it was so much like Pirates of the Caribbean that at its base, it was literally a Pirates of the Caribbean plot that they just put a new face on. Mm. And I feel like that's what Disney does a lot. Like, I love Disney and all of it, but movies lately have just not been fully sticking for me. I'm discounting Marvel. Marvel's not, I know it's Disney-owned, but that's not, it's, it's, yeah. it's in its own universe. It's yeah. not part of the multiverse right now. Um, <laughs> but, like, they just, they know this works. So we're going to put this thing in. Oh, we know this works. So we're going to put this in. And we know this works. So we're going to put this in. There's your formula. We just keep pushing things out that way. And I feel like that's just, they're like, we looked at pirates. We had a huge success. So let's just string that along. We know the rock has great success. So we're just going to plop them in there and just push that along. So I just feel like there was actually not great originality with it because it was the exact same plot line as to its bones. Two of mm. That's just that was my big like puffiness over the whole thing. Yeah. Like, 
we're still going on a curse. We have to release everyone from it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, in this case, it's a South American curse. In pirates, it's ink and gold, right? So it's ink. Is it Aztec gold or ink and gold? Aztec. Aztec. Aztec gold. So that's Mexico area. That's Central America. This is South America. It's oh, very, moved, very close. We moved a little, yeah. little farther south. Good job. Yeah, it, it, it's a curse that curses you with like being eternal undead. Eternal life. Yeah. Yeah. Or not eternal life, but like whatever. Dead, unalived. I don't know. I don't know yeah. what to call it. But like even down to the like, there was shots. Like even when they were coming into the town, I looked at it. I was like, wait, that kind of looks like how they brought us to Tortuga. That was almost very similar, how they, like, wide shot pull in. Not like I'm <laughs> versed in any of that, but cinematography-wise, I don't know. But even to the end, the tree was in a cave in the middle of freaking nowhere that no one could find. Like, it's the same thing. Literally the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> No, As I got super passionate. No, no, that's awesome. No, it made me think of a couple things. I typically am the worst person to ask this question to only because I'm like the easiest audience in the world. I like when okay. I watch something, I am in the character's heads. I'm in the movie. I'm in the story. And I don't think yeah. about any of the other stuff until after friends bring up what they thought critically. So yeah. I had a really fun time just going through the journey of it, even if it was kind of similar. What I will say, though... Um, to Sam's point about originality, and specifically with this ride and other rides and and movies, um, and this is something I've talked, this is a gripe I've had with specifically Disney attractions, since we're talking about an attraction movie for a while yeah. now, is that I think the reason that Jungle Cruise can have a movie, and the reason that Pirates can have a movie, and the reason the Haunted Mansion can have a movie, is because those attractions don't have a centralized story that you are following necessarily. You go into these experiences, and your mind is creating the story around it. They like hint at different mm. things, it's like, Here's a ghost. Here's a pirate. Here's a, a loose environment that you're going into with something that happened here that you're seeing the result of. But they don't tell you, like, this character went to this place and then this happened. It's like you're making it up as you're falling through, which is why the rides have existed for 50 plus years, 60 years. Jungle Cruise mm-hmm. now 66 years because <clears throat> it's a ride that allows you to create the story as you're going through it and allows you to pull different things. So I think that's why those movies come off of rides like that is because it's kind of a loose story and like this is what we're going to interpret it as um so that's why i think that's where i think disney can have originality in both places because they used to make movies that were based off of things they just created instead of basing it off of something like this is based off of a ride but even in rides i can't remember the last time that specifically disneyland specifically um with the exception of like a new one new ride coming to toontown soon but it's based off of mickey mouse um i can't remember the last time disneyland built a ride that didn't exist. That wasn't built off of an existing IP or an existing character, because Jungle yeah. Cruise, Jungle Cruise, Haunted Mansion, and Pirates aren't built off of any of these things. Not even built off of Disney characters, you know. But right. they haven't done that in like forty years or plus. So I, I would love to see that originality come back. Like even bit like some stuff like Big Thunder Mountain. That was just Matterhorn. With a, Matterhorn, yeah. Um, Runaway Mine Train or a bobsled run it wasn't based off of anything, but they created a story out of it that you could invent as you're riding it, which doesn't really happen anymore. So. It's kind of this intermixing of like original based off of something, but isn't completely original. So yeah, that's that's kind of where I. Anyway, that was a long tangent right. over there, but but yeah, yeah. Uh, and I mean, we're gonna get into what makes a good ride movie in a little bit. Uh, this this movie, how'd you like the villains? 
there were two sets of villains, right? There was there was Jesse Plemons' character, uh, Joachim, whatever, like, however you say it. The German prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And then uh, there is the Conquistadors. By the way, I have a a a personal and and just visceral reaction to conquistadors, to colonizers, that whole thing. The conquistadors just raped and pillaged their way through everything. Um, so then when I, at first I'm like, the conquistadors are dead, but they're like suffering. Great. And then they were like, okay, now that like we find out the backstory, like he's looking for a cure for the, for the daughter who would have died. I mean, at that point, cause she never, he never returned home. Um, and then like, okay, that's sad. So then I was like, okay, maybe they're not the villains. But there's like, oh no, they they still slaughtered the villain. Like, you gotta do one thing, and that's not slaughter villagers. And like they did that anyway. And I'm like, oh shit, these conquistadors <laughs> are sucky. I care. I I they could burn in hell. Great. You know? Uh how'd you guys feel about the villains? I have oh go ahead. I'm just sighing. I, uh, you can go ahead. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, I agree with you. I think I wish they had done one thing. I, I wanted to see that redemption of like, oh, maybe they're not as bad as we... Oh, never mind. <laughs> like, yeah. I wish that had been different. Um, I, I, man, I just... Jesse Plemons just makes me laugh so much in all the things that he does. So, like, that was just, yeah. was just delightful to watch. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he wasn't necessarily a villain. He was just sort of an annoying, like inconvenience in the rocks character but i loved the surprise right. of paul giamatti being in the movie i didn't know he was gonna yeah. be there and so that yeah. was really fun um just to see him in there um yeah yeah i i yeah i like i liked what you said because i had the same thought of like i wish there could be just i wish that they didn't i i, I understand why they made them up to be villains but i wish there were that turn into them not being villains necessarily because i liked like oh there was more heart to this story and i felt like right. it was all building to that moment of oh this is all coming from a place of like grace or whatever or like you know same right. somebody. but then to turn it i was like oh man they, but they could have done it and they didn't do it for some reason i'm not saying i want the conquistadors to be nice because they're fucking conquistadors and like i don't want a movie where it's like oh yeah we should uh, empathize with them uh i don't want that but i just felt like they did the twist and the twist and then the twist so it's like i didn't know what to expect then it's like okay are they good are they not good? Is Francisco good? I don't... Did he kill people? I don't like him. But no, he didn't. But the other guys did. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, how... Uh, I'm, I'm going to segue. How did you guys feel about the twist? You guys like the twist? That, that uh, Frank is Francisco? I think I liked that there was a twist. I think it just didn't... Inge- like, I was like, oh, I wasn't expecting a twist like this. But could I have done without it? Sure. Like, I wasn't like... Yeah. Like, I don't think it... It didn't, like, progress the plot all that much. Like, it kind of did, and it kind of didn't. I was just like, nah. He didn't need to be a conquistador, and it's actually funny to think of The Rock as a conquistador. Right. <laughs> like, I, love that, I love that hair that he had. But also <laughs> notice how he had That's no his Hercules eyes. hair. That's yeah. his Hercules oh, so hair, right? That he wore in the Hercules movie. Yes, <laughs> like, it was that same type. Yeah. Um, but like, also notice he had like no lines in the flashback because I don't believe he could do a Spanish accent for the life of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it said he was 
it said his father was a mercenary from Algiers. So like, like there's, there's kind of an African cause Algeria is in Africa. So like, it's kind of explaining why he's not Spanish, but yeah, then he would have to like speak Spanish and he probably didn't want to speak Spanish in like his character would have had to have known Spanish. Oh, completely. And the fact that yeah. he had zero lines during the flashback, I was like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. we didn't want to try. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean that kind of, okay. So I, I, I was listening to other people's like reviews on it and I kind of agree the Rock was not a good enough actor to pull off the more dramatic emotional moments of that twist and what that led to. Do you guys agree or disagree? Oh, yeah. I, agree. I don't know. I, again, worst person to ask because I was just along for the ride, as it were. Yeah. Um, and uh, because it was a voiceover coupled with imagery, it was less impactful of what he was doing acting-wise, I think, because I was being yeah. shown the story versus... He's telling the story yeah. to me on the screen. So for me, I thought it was fine. I, I enjoyed okay. it. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Interesting. Uh, I'm trying to think of whether the twist was needed. It, it gives a personal connection between him and the bad guys. It places him there in the jungle, whereas like, other, I feel like other adventures of the sorts, like they they have a different backstory of like their father was an adventurer and that's why they, they just ended up growing up there and his father died when they were young and so you know he just ended up staying there because that's all he knew. Yeah, this is it just gave him a different storyline backstory of like yeah what placed him there in the jungle and how that town got built. Like, that was my favorite yeah. part of the whole thing. I love that he built the town. That moment was really yeah, that was actually pretty cool. Yeah, I'm going to choose a side right now, and that's the side of the twist served a purpose. Yeah. It added another layer of that whole, like, he's immortal, and then also, like, the whole scene where he traps all the guys in the cave. Like, he was like, yeah, we fought for, like, a couple hundred years, and then he trapped him in the cave. Right. Like, cool. I like that. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Could they have done a more straightforward story with him just being a river skipper guy? Yeah. But then it would like, be just like The Mummy. <laughs> I'm, I would be fine if this movie was more like The Mummy. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. But here's that really comes down to The Rock. Yeah, well, here's a question for you then that I have. What would you, what would you have done, like, if you had, you know, 21 years ago, Brendan Fraser doing this role? Cruise, I, I'm not even asking whether, I, I'm not even wanting Brendan Fraser to do this role. I, I would tell you one easy thing to do with The Rock. One easy thing to do with his character. Give him a fear. Make his fear... I And it, and it sounds... I mean, it sounds simple enough. Make his fear snakes. Because well, Now we're going Indiana Jones. Yeah. yeah, but Aguirre was part snake. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You could, you, could, you could write a deeper story by give, making his fear of snakes... Uh, 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 reflect off of Aguirre being snakes, and then also Aguirre is a snake, right? Like that was in the yeah. movie, like in a, in a way, like he was a snake. He double crossed, right? Uh, the the village, and then also Aguirre is Frank's past. So uh, Frank is afraid of his past. Yeah, 
Like, you get what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's a lot that's, of layers. That's actually that really good. Have. Yeah. That's there's good. a lot of, and, and thus, it's not a, just a matter of Frank punching his way through situations and hopefully things work out. It's a matter of Frank being like, I need to get over my past. Maybe Frank, maybe Frank didn't kill the villagers, but he could have stopped them. I don't know. But like, they could have written something a little bit deeper. And thus, he has a guilt. He has shame. He has a fear of the past, a fear of snakes that he has to then get over in order to set up something for the present, which is his love for Lily. You know? Right. Right. Yeah. Would have been interesting. I mean, but but who am I? It's not like I'm a, a writer. I am a writer. <laughs> Disney, Disney, call me, please. Yes. Higher. After, after, oh, yeah. you just told, after you just told them all the mistakes they made with this movie, I'm sure that they will let you into. No, I mean, Disney is a great multi-billion dollar company. <laughs> they always do. I, I mean, I just won't strike a deal with them for, for box office pay uh, versus Disney Plus pay. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'm writing it in my contract to include Disney Plus streaming services. Right. So it would have been would have been interesting maybe if I don't know if this would have helped at all, but the fear thing, what if what if he had Emily Blunt's fear of swimming? Would have been interesting if he was like a skipper that just hated the water or couldn't oh, go in the water. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that would have been funny. That would have been like a funny, like it would have been a double layer like type of thing. Yeah. Like, oh, it gave him yeah. a fear, but it was actually humorous, like Yeah. But yeah. it's also the thing that's keeping him there because the river is the whole, you know, the source of everything. So like, but he just can't right. go into it. <laughs> it would have been cool. I mean, it would have been cool that like he's afraid of water because somebody once shackled a chain to him, sunk him to the bottom, and he was stuck underwater for like a couple years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dying. Right. And right. you know what I mean? Like you could really work that angle. Uh, but that I in did, a movie? Like, uh, in the old, well, I mean, any movie that has healers or, or like any like sort of fiction that has healers or immortal people, like water is always like tends to be used. Uh, so Wolverine, Wolverine can't swim. And he also could technically die of brain damage underwater. So like in different tellings, there's that, but there's the old guard, which was on Netflix where they trap one of the immortal beings in a iron maiden or whatever and drop her to the bottom of the ocean. And mm. like, there's that, but like, I mean, you could have done that with, with, with this character and given yeah. him a fear of water, you know? Uh, I mean, yeah. A fear of anything. It could have been anything, a fear of heights. It could have <laughs> been like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it could have been a fear of anything that he has to overcome to show that nobody is perfect and everybody has fears and you overcome your fears. Right. Easy enough. Also, you can still have Emily Blunt have her fears and him helping her overcome her fears also shows that he can overcome his and use that same talk in his own head to help himself, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, I think, I think it's good. I think, I think giving him a fear, that's just, that is just a basic thing. I mean, as a writer, I think it's really intuitive yeah. to just, you know, put that in, but yeah. That's all. See, these are the things that I don't know. These are the things that I just have no, <laughs> yeah. I'm just, listen, I, again, easiest audience in the world. Show me anything and I will, I will <laughs> enjoy it until you tell me what's wrong with it. So yeah, yeah, uh, I, 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 yeah, I would have loved if he had a fear of snakes. I get it that it's, uh, that it's, it's Indiana Jones, but that could be a cool homage because Disney owns Indiana Jones too, right? Yes. Yeah. That fifth movie. But like, oh god, that's uh, you know, the, the German aspect was very like Indiana Jones too. I was like, okay, oh I'm kinda, yeah, I'm kind of over the whole German thing. I get it. We yeah. know. I get the time period, but like, 
Also, how did he it's get not the submarine? Nazi. It's it's not Nazis, by the way. It was no. World War One. I. I know. That's I know. the only difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's still Germans. But I just wanted to know how yeah. he got his submarine uh, in the in the river. <laughs> from, not important. At from all. the from from the ocean because rivers lead to the ocean. So I know. I I just I don't it was know. Super some... fast. I mean, yeah, I was like, I just especially don't, the I, windiness of yeah, like, the Amazon. Yeah, I was like, I don't find the submarine in the Amazon very believable. <laughs> right. But that's, that's fair. Fine. It's fine. I don't know how deep the Amazon is. I was gonna say, I don't know how like is there like two inches of water underneath where the submarine is just hanging out while that's yeah. going around. Hey, let's, I don't let's know. Pick it up. Yeah. I know that it's technically it's the the Nile is the longest river, but Amazon's right. the biggest river because of the amount of water and area that it covers. And if you don't oh. believe it, if you don't believe it, you must be in denial. <laughs> um, that is one of my little cruise jokes. Is that three hundred and thirty yeah. feet deep? Oh shit! Okay. Wow. Okay, that's a lot deeper than I thought. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. All right. Um, okay, fine, fine. I'll take it. You're yeah. like, you're like, you know, taming tigers, mystical trees, fine. The depth of yeah. the river is not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just didn't make sense. The rock not sense. having a fear, unacceptable. But the depth of the river, right? Uh, I mean, maybe I like we thought it was designs. a jungle cruise in this big. Yeah, right. Yeah, I know. Or, that's, or, the sum, that. or that submarine ride in, yeah. at Disneyland, where yeah. it just goes yeah. down a little bit, right? Yeah, just a little bit. It doesn't doesn't go down at all. Does well, it not the, go down at all? It it's it it submerges slightly, but not like a lot. But like basically, the, there's an effect on the windows with the bubbles. It makes it look like yeah. it's going lower, and then you're into like another oh. area that. But yeah, it never completely goes underwater. It never completely submerges, right? Because no. insurance purposes, I would assume. Yeah, you can't submerge twenty people at once. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. But when it came okay. out, it was the eighth largest submarine fleet in the world when Walt Disney opened that attraction. Oh. I did Wait, not what, know that. What does that mean? What What does that mean? There is, I mean, you know, you have like a number of, like the amount of submarines in a fleet. When Disneyland opened the attraction, the submarine voyage in 1959, it was the eighth largest submarine fleet in the world at that point. How, how many submarines were in the Disney fleet? I can't remember. I think it was like eight or nine, maybe more, but they were all named after different things um, in they uh, fiction. 20,000? Yeah, 20,000. So, like, one was named the Nautilus. There was another one. I can't remember the names. I can look it up. But, like, whatever that number was, it was the largest, eighth largest submarine fleet at the time. Are they actual submarines? I think technically they are. I mean, they don't. It's such don't, a weird technicality. That's yeah. so weird. They're yeah. submerged like, under the water, yeah. like, the they're, whole time. Like, vessel submerged under, yeah. So. Underwater. And I think that's the classification. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, that's like when people say that if a pregnant lady takes a bath, the baby is in a human submarine. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard that before, but uh, that's a weird technicality. Like, okay. All right. Um, here, here's the big question. Okay. So, so, well, uh, well okay. Uh, before the big question, what would you, how would you rate this on a, on a um, kind of like a school grade type grading system uh how would you rate this as a movie and how would you rate this as a disney ride movie mm. is it a better movie than a disney ride movie or uh 
I don't know about the letter grade I would give it. I would say I think it's a better Disney ride movie than a movie. To yeah. me. Um, yeah. But yeah. also, again, coming at it with an enormous bias of being a Disney fan, <laughs> like, yeah. I was so hyped about all the things, the little things that they hid throughout it. So that's, I think that's why I enjoyed it so much is because there was all this lore that they brought from the attraction into the movie. Or was like, yeah. okay, this is this is for someone like me who worked at the park, likes the park, goes to... Right. Coming at it straight of like, go see this. I mean, but it's also a family action adventure, so I think it served that purpose as well. So I think for yeah. that sake, I think it was good. But yeah, I think it's a better Disney ride movie than a movie itself for me personally. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. If, I think if you, as... If you were not a fan of the ride, I don't think you would get it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Are you like me? Like, I like the ride. I'm just saying I don't know all the ins and outs of the ride. Um, so I know there were things that I missed. I went and saw with Matt. Matt's in the comments. Uh, and Matt was the one who was telling me, like, a couple of different things. Uh, but for the most part, it's a pretty straightforward movie. You're right that it got it got all that out of the way in the first 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, I think Isaac said that earlier. Yeah. Um, uh, Matt I love says that I Trader think- Sam was in it. Like yes. I actually said that like halfway through the movie. I swear. What's Trader? Yeah. What What's the Trader Sam thing? So, uh, at the end of the ride, there's before you get off, they're like, "Oh, here's our um, what do you call him a head head salesman." Yeah, he's the, the head, head salesman. salesman. He'll yeah. he sells shrunken heads. Oh. Okay. Um, so Trader Sam, and then there's Trader Sam's the bar at the hotel. So it. Oh. It was, yeah. And the joke, the joke in the ride is he's got a great deal right now. Two of his heads for one of yours. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's why. Uh, that's why the Rock did the like. It's a great place to be headed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Matt says there was a tiki bar reference. Was there a tiki bar reference? Was I don't. I don't remember that. There or a, very or a tiki room. That's what I heard. I heard there was a tiki tiki room reference. Oh, so they might the be movie. referencing Rosita, so which was Paul oh, Giamatti's yeah. bird, and when she's on the stand, she's all Frank goes be money. It her plaque underneath her says Rosita. Oh, I didn't see it. Yeah, Rosita is a totally oh. tiki room reference. Yeah, yeah, because mm. they yeah in the tiki room they ask where's Rosita. And Rosita is supposed to be like waiting for her next ride at the Jungle Cruise, and then once the oh, what is it called? The new the new food area next oh, the, to Jungle um, Cruise. The the tropical hideaway. Yeah, and now Rosita sits there because yeah. wasn't her like original plan was to be like a like on the boat and tell the jokes M- too. Maybe yeah, that that may have been a thing. I'm not sure, but I know that she's a new addition to that. Which she, I love that they put her in there. Yeah, like I think she was like an original concept. Yeah, like because she's written in the tiki room, but she's not there. But I think original concept was she was supposed to be part of the Jungle Cruise ride. Yeah, and then yeah, they brought her out Mm. for the tropical hideaway. And then yes, she was in the movie. So that's the tiki room reference, I believe. Right, makes total sense. Uh, Matt says Trader Sam's is a tiki bar at the Disneyland Hotel. So yes, okay, it's a fantastic bar. Yeah, (laughs) I have a shrunken head from there. Oh, cool! Oh, I'm jealous. That's all. Awesome. Yeah, I got I got so drunk off of that. Because <laughs> <laughs> the girl that doesn't um, drink. <laughs> do you not drink? No, you've asked me this. I don't. I don't really drink. So. Maybe, was I drunk when I asked you? Hey, do you probably? Do you drink? I'm pro- you... probably. <laughs> hey, hey, Dimitri, you've hey. asked this seven times now. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, hey. 
Do you drink? This is the rest of the this is the rest of the interview. It's just trying to figure out. Why? Why? Dimitri's been taking shots off camera for the last 25 minutes. Well, well I am doing drunk Shakespeare later. Right. Um, oh, you're getting prepped. Yeah. Oh, is that what's in that uh, jug that you keep drinking out of? It's pure, it's a it's a gallon of vodka. Vodka, yeah. <laughs> Like I'm just willing. Moonshine? I'm just gonna die tonight. Yeah, <laughs> it, everything is worthless. <laughs> it doesn't matter anymore. Oh man, a gallon of vodka. Like if you're gonna drink yourself to death, drink something good. Have some jungle juice. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, here. Uh, so, so what makes what makes a Disney ride movie a good Disney ride movie? I think. Oh, I'm just gonna use. Oh, go yeah, keep in mind there's other Disney ride movies that we will talk about for the duration of the of this of right. this podcast. Yeah. Um, because there are ones that are great, and then there's a bunch more that failed. Yeah. And what makes a Disney ride movie a good movie? Uh, or a good Disney ride movie, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's hard because. I mean, am I allowed to use the ultimate example <laughs> like in this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause, cause like, I mean, pirates one is def- it's still the best. It's like, Oh no, no, don't bring that up. Don't bring up pirates. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I mean, I think, I think a lot of things went into that movie being great. One, I mean, pirate stories are just fun for people. So yeah. I think it's oh, yeah. people will just love to watch Two. There was such an innovative nature to the way Johnny Depp created his character and how it was created around him and the way the world was built. Great directing, great writing. Um, and then, uh, I don't know, I just think it needs to be a good story. I think it just needs to be a well-told story. And then they give things to the fans that they like. But at that point in time, for me, I don't think there was this sense of... There was a much bigger sense of, do you see what we did there in Disney movies and, and other yeah. things now? As opposed to Pirate Tours is like, we're going to tell this awesome story. And the thing, too, is I think Disney at that point took a huge departure from what it had done thematically. Like, doing a PG-13 Pirates movie was a very big difference than the PG or G-rated, like, animated or live-action movies. It was like, we're going to do... I think it was because it was risky. I think that's why it worked so well. is because it was risky and they told a good story and they had great people behind it. And they didn't pander to anybody. Um, they didn't try to talk down anybody. They really made it scary. They made it exciting. They made it adventurous. Um, and funny mm-hmm. so anyway yeah I like I'll piggyback off of that like the originality like you you mentioned earlier about like these rides didn't have like a central story so there's a lot you can pull from it yeah and I feel like pirates did that but Jungle Cruise ended up they gave us our fan favorites and like shoved it in our faces and granted like we loved it but the fact that you had to watch pirates a couple times to be like hey wait that's in the ride hey, wait, that's actually this. Like, they Easter egg them. Oh, hey, that's going to be in the ride in five years. Well, that's... Weird thing they did that. that They're like, oh, the movie worked. No, let's upgrade our ride that apparently... It was... It's bad. It's so bad. Like, like, I love the Pirates ride. And the fact that they, like... The most heavy-handed is when they have that, like, water and they project Blackbeard onto the water for a very short amount. I don't know whether it's still there. It's not. But like when that when that movie was coming out, I was like, why? Yeah. Why it was so bad. But like I was just rewatching it this morning and the fact that like 
you know, if you like know the ride, first of all, you didn't catch in Tortuga that all of that, you caught the idea that, oh, that's, that's the ride. Then you actually go back and watch it. And you're like, wait, there's the the mayor in the well. Oh, wait, here's Red. Like, Red was actually yeah. pretty, like, or the old Who's Red? Red? I'm sorry. The red-headed lady? The red-headed, the red-headed lady. lady? Yeah. yeah, before she before she changed. Um, We're talking, uh, is the red-headed lady the one who's getting chased? No, she's no? the one that was being sold. Oh, the one who's being sold. Okay. We want the redhead. Yeah. Yeah. So she comes up and, like, slaps Giant at first. But, like, there's all these little pieces that you actually end up seeing that are from the ride. And then even, um, I even forgot what the name of the island is that they're on. But, like, when Barbosa, the Black Pearl, first comes up and they're firing the cannons out, like, that is pulled directly from the ride. But I feel like a lot of people didn't catch that in the first watch of it. They're like, oh, yeah. cool. It's a cool, yeah. oh, here's the bad guys. And then you watch and you go, oh, my God, that's the scene where the, they're firing cannons over our heads. And, just, and then when yeah. Jack's uh steering the boat in the storm and it flashes it's like the first part of the ride like there's just and then i think when they go into the cave there's the skeletons which is again the first part of the ride so there was very obvious ones and there was very hidden ones that you just didn't know and that's what i thought was so great about the pirates ones is they 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 hid them and they didn't make it obvious i get it jungle cruise is kind of campy in a sense but like I feel like we could have actually like Rosita was very well hidden. Yeah. And if they did more of that, that would have been really cool. Right. Anyways, that was a big question. Uh, <laughs> uh, just a side thing. I don't like the idea of saying puns to make people groan. That's up to you. That's, that's just nat- a general that's not like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> If you don't like that's, it. That's <laughs> that's just me. Not that I don't like puns. I like puns. But I don't like like me as like if I'm creating a pun, I'm not doing it just to make like I hope Isaac and Sam like go uh to it. You know what I mean? I like so it's weird to me that like the rock I don't know. It's it was just weird. Like the rock saying puns is cool, but then the rock pushing pun bad puns as like a part of his like thing. I know that's the the, the skipper stuff, but like Anyway, that's a side thing. Yeah. Sorry. That's just something I thought about. But no, that's like the same thing, though. Like, I don't want it shoved in my face. Like, yeah. if they had just, like, slipped some of them in, I think they would have, because I didn't actually expect him in that beginning scene to string, like, 50 puns together. I was like, oh, wow, we're, we're just going to yeah. shove them all at us. I was like, oh, yeah. I would have, like, oh, let's, like, slide one in here. Like, yeah. Like, I think it would have been cooler if he did a couple of puns on the cruise and then he did puns throughout the movie, he did yeah, a couple they lost, later. He did a couple, but later, like, yeah. but, it, but, but if he, that was like an ongoing thing where he's like constantly trying to think of new puns, like it would have been cool. Like he learns a new word or whatever. And he's like, that's a cool pun. Like, and then he like says a pun, you know what I mean? Like, right. well, like it was more natural. Yeah. Like if you spent the whole movie, like, right. Like just, blurting out random puns hoping that one would land kind of like you would in a comedy sketch like you're writing jokes yeah and you're throwing them out there trying to see what's going to land and then you pick the one that lands so like right it also would have been really cool if they had stayed in in the jungle and he would have had a cool ass like a blossoming like jungle cruise business i know he wanted to leave the jungle but Mm. like i actually really hoped that he was going to stay and like 
take over Paul Giamatti's thing and like create this whole like awesome punny ride. Yeah. Or tour. Ride. Yeah. Right. That was. Right. It made sense why he would leave though. It did. If I he, think what would have been cooler is if McGregor stayed and created I a cruise th- line. I thought he was gonna stay, especially after he got the tattoo paint on his face. <laughs> I was like, that it wasn't it. It wasn't it. Apparently, Did, is that what happened? That that's what he. Yeah, The Rock is like, yeah, that paint will wear off in a few decades. Yeah, oh. I thought he was gonna <laughs> stay, and I thought he was gonna find a love interest at Trader Sam's. Like, yeah. I actually had really hoped for that for him. Yeah. And yeah. it it didn't happen. And then, yeah, I thought he was going to stay in the jungle, at least. If Frank yeah. didn't have a twist, I thought Frank was going to stay. But then, yeah. Uh, yeah. How did you feel about McGregor being gay? I thought that scene, that was one of my favorite scenes in the movie, honestly. That was, that was so well written, I the feel like. They, yeah, the way they approached it, the way they revealed it, the way The Rock interacted. Just whoever came up with that scene and made that a thing and just... It just all these all these ways. I mean, even very very, albeit recently, which is unfortunate that it's recent. But like all the ways that Disney now is super putting those things out there in front of people in their major major productions. Like they did it in Loki, and they're doing they did Jungle Cruise. Like it's just so cool to see the representation. Like, like maybe not to full evolution the way that it should be, but it's like eking out in the ways in more. Like I I love that scene so much. Such a beautiful yeah. I loved their relationship. Uh, yeah. I wish there was more of them. Like, yeah, they I had really a good relationship. Liked, yeah, I loved like this, like the the luggages and. Like... I know. Yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah, they had great moments. Oh well, what's in this liquor? We'll yeah. keep this. this is, we'll I like this. I like that. Yeah, bathing yeah. costumes. No. Yeah. Um, I love that he changed while he was on the boat. He needed his like dinner attire and. Yeah! 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 Yeah. Like even that when they was, were cutting yeah. cutting the wood, like that was hilarious. <laughs> but then I liked him getting his own uh, moment at the end, where it's like building up to like, oh, he can't do anything, he can't do anything, he's useless, and then he has this awesome like payoff. Like yeah, by the, I thought that was neat for him. Should should Lily have had that moment though? Did Lily get a final fight moment? No. No, but I think that her character was sort of. I don't know the way they established her character throughout. I I I liked. I thought it was satisfying to me watching it. Um, yeah, I, I mean, she was fighting throughout the whole thing. And by the way, her yeah. her like like just in the beginning, like is very badass, like kicking everyone. But when she's like sliding to the to the boat, that was a direct mimic of Jack Sparrow. Oh, oh you're Did right. You, because there's it? a tower, yeah. So there's that tower. She goes and like runs to. She kicks the thing and it shoots her up, and then she goes up on that zip line, and zip lines down. That is an exact Jack Sparrow moment when we first meet Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Chris it was Reed badass. Brown. Oh, oh, sorry. So, sorry. No, I was just saying. No, no, it was, it was badass. badass. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I was just shouting out Chris Reed Brown in the comments. Chris Reed Brown always pops in. We always make fun that he is not Chris Brown. He is Chris Reed Brown. He wants everybody to know because his username is Chris Reed Brown 91. Uh, Chris Reed Brown says, came, at, came in at the right time. Should I go see this movie? Matt says, if you like fun popcorn movies, yeah. I wouldn't pay $30 to watch it on Disney+. Plus. I saw it in theaters. Did you guys see it on Disney Plus or in theaters? Theaters with A-list. I saw theaters with A-list. Yes. yes. 
AMC A list is where it's at. I had $25 of rewards, so all the snacks were free. So it was just a great night. And yeah. Then, oh, yeah. I would have gotten all free snacks if I could have accessed my thing because I had all oh, the no. rewards, but I couldn't access it because I didn't have reception. But I got the $10 off. I think, oh, I don't know if right. you got that. I got that There was too, like a $10 yeah. like bonus yeah. bucks or whatever. There was bonus. So I got that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't get, uh, uh, I had a $5 and a $5 I could have gotten that off okay. too, but all right. Uh, but AMC A-list is where it's at, especially if you're going to see a lot of movies this summer. Uh, now that things are opening up and everything, uh, I love my AMC A-list. I stick by it. So, uh, Sam, where, where, where'd you see it? Disney plus. Um, oh. we don't have AMC <laughs> up here, but oh. Oh, that's I mean, true. I, yeah. Yeah, there's no AMCs up here, so I don't have that special special feature. Um, oh. But like my whole family like tunes in and watches it, so it's like, you know, yeah. every, everyone has access to my account. I bought it; the whole family's gonna watch it on their own time. So whatever. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> You're watching like, it on your phone. You're watching it on your phone, and your whole family's like right here, huddled <laughs> <laughs> over your shoulders. They're, they're and you're passing. watching Disney Plus on your phone. They're passing. No, no, we're all around. in our respective homes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That works. That works. Um, I'm all for. I'm all for like streaming services and sharing passwords and like doing all that stuff. Like, do that. Like, that's the only. Like, my whole family. Each of us pays for a different thing, and then we all have the the access. Services, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. So. Uh. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, we got about half an hour left on the podcast. I want to talk about two things. I want to talk about other Disney ride movies. And then I want to open it up to what ride movie would you make? How would you do it? How would that work? You know, so on and so forth. So first things first, I watched Haunted Mansion last night. And I was telling you guys before the show started, if it wasn't for this show and me having to talk about this and me having to, essentially, this is research. Uh, I watched Haunted Mansion. I would have gotten like the opening credits alone made me want to be like i'm turning this off it <laughs> is so bad it is such a bad movie i like eddie murphy but he was horrible in this because he wasn't given anything to do like give him a like there's only like one scene where he could actually be like ah and like have some fun with it and that's like the crypt with the with the with the skeletons coming out of the crypt part but other than that like there is nothing. It is a horrible ass movie. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Have you guys seen it? Yeah. I saw it, yeah. I saw it one time in theaters when it came out, and then once oh, no. it was out on video. Uh, oh, second time? Yeah, well, I just... Why? Because, I think because at the time, I mean, again, uh, easiest audience ever, Disney fan, and I just wanted to see it because I was like, oh, well, Pirates came out, and I love... The Haunted Mansion is my second favorite attraction at Disneyland, mm -hmm. so... Just, I just wanted to see what they were going to do with it, despite the things that actually ended up happening. Um, what I will say is I really hope that the rumor mill that's been circling for years about Guillermo del Toro taking it on, I hope that comes true because I want to see that darkness come to that film. I don't know whether Guillermo del Toro is going to do it, but as of April 2021, they do have a director, and it's not Guillermo del Toro. Okay. Um, so they did announce in April of this year um, that they had... A director, uh, a director. Let me let me find it. Uh, let me. Oh no, I'm looking at the wrong Haunted Mansion movie. <laughs> There's more than uh, one. <laughs> well, there was the one, and then I was trying to look for news about the new one. Oh, got it. Okay. You know, got it. Oh, 
as of three days ago, Lakeith Stanfield and Tiffany Haddish to star in Haunted Mansion. Wow. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, I didn't see that. I love both of those people. Justin Simeon, director of Dear White People, is helmed as of April 2021. Interesting. Um, wow. I think it's interesting that Disney's like, Haunted Mansion... That's a, that's, we're making it a black movie. Like, we are casting a black director, black actors. We had Eddie Murphy and the black family in that movie. It's too, it just, it's just interesting. I don't know. It's an interesting take. Like, I, not to like, I, I just don't understand why we're going to like copy that over. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm fine with it if it didn't seem like a trend. Like, why are they, yeah, like, why they did it then, they do it now. Is there something inherent in them? It, like, in their, like, planning that they're, like, this is what they're going for? I don't know. So, so okay, like, let me, let me try to, like, shoot out a really, like, far left yeah. theory. It's, like, yeah. maybe, it's supposed to be a plantation, right? Maybe we're trying to kind of, like, erase history a little. But Wanda Mansion's a plantation. What? Is this? No. It's. Do I know? Do I didn't know this. This is real. Isaac, do you know this? I'm not sure. I wasn't aware. I wasn't thinking about it. The house is very like plantation style. Like that's, that house is very plantation like esque. I don't, and it's supposed to be in the South. So I'm just going to put two and two together that it's a plantation type of. Yeah. It's supposed to be, it's supposed to be a mansion in New Orleans. So yeah. It is. Annabellum Mansion is the titular location of the original Haunted Mansion. Annabellum is Annabellum. And is that, and so like, I'm, I'm wondering if they're trying to take this from a like social standpoint. Of, or like, the original like, Haunted Mansion, what it's based on. It's based on an Antebellum Mansion. Yeah. So like, yeah. I wonder if they're trying to like, not, I don't want to say, I don't know the right word I'm looking for to be yeah. PC, but like, I yeah. feel like they're trying to like make it, okay like okay we're gonna reclaim history and put in put in black people for this and that's just my really far left theory yeah for this version i can see that i can definitely see that for the eddie murphy one is probably because eddie murphy was at the height of his career yeah yeah like they they needed him no correlation with that at all yeah i just think this new version is trying to to address that issue and kind of right maybe bring that Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, maybe there's also a fusion of ideas of like, well, Lakeith Stanfeld just doing brilliant and get out, which is the beginning yeah. of the new black horror trend with Jordan Peele. So maybe they're like, right. Oh, capitalize on like that. black horror is in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And as a black person, I love it all. So like, I'm, I'm super down. <laughs> yeah. I love Lakeith Stanfield. I'm yeah. just wondering what their thought process I, yeah. is. Yeah. I don't you know. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, like, like I would have oh, been man. totally down for yeah. Guillermo del Toro and like right. m- blind casting it or whatever. Like it yeah. would have, yeah. like I. <laughs> I mean, Guillermo del Toro did Spanish with his with his with Pan's Labyrinth, right? Like like, I think no matter what, it would have ended up non-white in general. Probably, uh, yeah. No matter what, and also there's the just the added thing of like diversity in in media, which is great. Uh, I'm just wondering why we're why we're pinning it almost to well, a race, you well, know, like I mean, this concept. I think also if we're, I mean, if we're doing that, I mean, if it is New Orleans, you know, that is historically black, you know, location and culture and influence. That's true. Same yeah. thing, yeah. you know, like Princess and the Frog takes place in New Orleans. It's all black right. people. So, like, I think 
right. if they were tuning it to the location in the world, then of course it would be led by a black cast or black people since that's what that area is inherently. So right. I think maybe they're just being like, we really should give what this location is to the people that are actually here. So maybe that's right. why they're doing that. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, I yeah, that could be where it's at. I just like what I hope that they like can do, which is what we see in the ride, is how it's spooky in the beginning and then kind of comedic towards the end. Yeah. Mm. And the original Haunted Mansion was just full comedy. Right. With like yeah. a splash of spook. I'm like, yeah. I want yeah. like a splash good of spook mix- is a great band name, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it might be that actually might be racially insensitive. Because yeah. I believe oh. I believe that's a that's an epitaph. Yeah, that's uh, epitaph. that's actually splash that's spooky. A, yeah. a splash that's of actually my, I think my Clint Eastwood makeup. says it. Yeah. yeah, my racial makeup is is splash spook. That's what I am. So. <laughs> oh man, um, uh, Chris right. Reed Brown. Uh, Chris Reed Brown in the comments says, "You ever think though that the casting for these black horror films needs to be more expansive? Lakeith isn't the only great American black actor." Uh, and then Chris Reed Brown says, "As a black actor himself, maybe he's jelly." <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah, maybe I yeah I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I just think it's funny. It's maybe like you do an Autopia movie and you make it like Tokyo Drift because, like, I don't know. Like, it's just but with like, those cars. I would love to see Tokyo Drift with, but with those yeah, specific yeah. vehicles from Autopia. Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't know. It's just pinning a. It's it's like. It is weird. It's weird. I'm trying to. I maybe it's just maybe we can't create a statistic off of two instances. Maybe this instance is specifically racial and the Eddie Murphy one was just, let's do, like, let's have Eddie Murphy do one, you know? Right. Uh, but <laughs> I just think it's funny. Yeah. Um, it's just quite a coincidence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, something worth noting is that the director of Jungle Cruise, Hame, or, yeah, Hame, not Jaime, his name is Hame Koye Sarah. It, he is a uh, Catal- Catalonian Spanish American uh, director. Mm. He did like a bunch of horror movies, like House of Wax and Orphan and The Shallows, and then he did a bunch of Liam Neeson action movies, such <laughs> as Unknown, Nonstop, Run All Night, and The Commuter. And then he's also doing Black Adam. Oh, so wow. the rock must have brought him onto this because the black Adam has been in development for like at least 10 years. Like black Adam has been in development for so long. He probably got the director first and then brought him over to jungle cruise when he got, uh, uh, you know, that, that being said, some of the action scenes, especially the action, the first action scene with, with, uh, Emily Blunt on the bookcase, the book, uh, thing, had weird cuts in the action and people who are known to do action movies wouldn't do those cuts. But Liam Neeson action movies are filmed in specific ways to cut around Liam Neeson's lack of action. <laughs> so like, cause Liam Neeson's getting older. And so you have to cut it in a certain way that makes conceals the fact that like it's multiple takes with very small movements. Right. And then you cut them together mm-hmm. to make, so I'm thinking this guy's cuts might just be really weird cuts because of his history and experience with Liam Neeson action movies. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, that's interesting. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. It's something that I noticed with the editing in that first scene is that it didn't, there was a lack of continuity in the yeah. editing. 
I wonder if, if, and I didn't realize that about cutting around, you know, the action, but I wonder if I just, in another offshoot Disney project, I wonder if that's going to be a precursor to the action in the Indiana Jones fifth installment of what Harrison Ford can or can't do at this point. (laughs) Yeah. There, there's a, there's a scene in Taken 3 that I, I have never seen Taken 3, but I've seen this scene so many times because I always bring it up and I, I think I've shown it on the show before. There's a scene of Liam Neeson running from the cops and he jumps over a fence. It's like 50 cuts because it's, it's every little angle of, because you know that he didn't just jump over a fence. You know what I mean? Like he would have stepped on a box or in a bigger box to get over and you just cut around and you just paste it all together to make one cut of like Liam Neeson jumping over a fence. And that's what it seemed like. And so I think that's super interesting. That is very interesting. Uh, uh, Chris Reed Brown brought, brought up Shia LaBeouf and the untold story of the glass skull. Yes. The crystal skull. (laughs) I hate, I hate that movie so much. There's so many things that don't make, uh, don't make sense. Um, so, uh, a haunted mansion, horrible movie. Everything seemed like fan service for people who wanted the ride. Right. Like in haunted mansion. Yes. Like everything, like every waking moment was a ride reference. The only thing they didn't do the, the murderous ride. That was the only thing that they didn't pull over. And that would have been really cool. Is it because it's too scary? Maybe. For the Eddie Murphy movie? Maybe, but like to have like a Black Widow ghost, not Black Widow, Marvel. Yes. <laughs> just clarify that one. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> Hold up. Not not that. But if they had brought her that storyline, because she's a massive storyline, and they didn't bring her over. And that would have been cool. And I hope like they do that in the movie, the new movie. Yeah. 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 Anyways, um, uh, Pirates is just such a good movie. I like I like almost all the Pirates movies. I'm fine with the first three. I'm fine yeah. with them. Yeah, me uh, yeah. The 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 fifth one. What is the fifth one? That's where Will Will and Elizabeth Swan come back. Yeah, and it's with their their son, son or their son Brendan or their Thwaites. Brendan Thwaites plays their son. I saw it once, Brendan, and I, like, barely yeah. remember. Brendan Thwaites is Nightwing in the Titan show. That's why oh. I remember him. Wow. Um, uh, But Brendan Thwaites... But then who's in the fourth movie? What's the fourth movie Penelope, about? Penelope fourth Cruz and Blackbeard. Right? Yeah. What? Penelope, Penelope Cruz and Blackbeard and the Mermaids. Yeah. That's, like, the, like, not as Jack Sparrow-y movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is, is there a love interest for the mermaid? Yes, yes, it was the preacher guy thing. Thing, he's not a thing. Sorry, <laughs> the preacher guy. He's <laughs> Sam Claflin, who's uh, the Hunger Games, the hot guy. Oh, uh, the uh, trident guy. He has the trident in in Hunger Games, right? Yes, that one. I forgot his character name, but he's in the fourth Pirate. film. Okay. He's in Pirates 4, and he's, like, the preacher, and he, like, falls in love with the mermaid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Henry Turner is Brendan Thwaites. Karina Smith is Kaya Scodelario. Um, She's in that fifth movie. 
Who's the okay. guy in the? I I swear I can't remember who's on Stranger Tides. Yeah, that's like Blackbeard. Who's in that movie, Ian McShane is Blackbeard, and then Penelope Cruz plays his daughter. Yeah. Are you looking it up right now? I'm looking it up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Sam Claflin is Philip Swift, the missionary kept prisoner aboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's this guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> Ket, are they going to bring pirates back? By the way, uh, Jack Sparrow is my only, one of, one of maybe the only character that I like of, of Johnny Depp. I do not like Johnny Depp. I think Johnny Depp is always like, come on, man, just play a normal person. Like, just play a normal person. Just You don't have to play a, like, 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 I don't know. It's like Johnny Depp will play a banker and it's like, oh, okay, a banker. Let's see this story. And he'll be like, blah, blah, blah. Like, well, that's Johnny well, Depp. Well, that's his whole thing. I actually read an article about why that happened is because he was sick of getting cast as the pretty boy. And he's like, I don't want to do this. Oh. I don't want to be known in Hollywood as the guy that gets the hot guy roles. I want, so that's why Edward Scissorhands was like, his thing yeah. is like, exactly. I always want to depart from that. I never want to be that normal. Oh no! Oh no, Johnny Depp! Oh, you always... Oh no! I hate being considered the the hot guy. Oh no! <laughs> I don't, he's I think he's kinda... talented. He's talented. I like his characters. I do. I'm just saying, like, it's kind of funny that, like, oh no, I got cast. Uh, I got cast yet again as the hot guy. Oh no! I don't. I think it's kind of cool. I like. That. I yeah. It just yeah, gives I, him ver- like it's just like looking at like okay I don't want to I don't want to pick on any of the Avengers but like like you look at Chris Evans or um Chris Hem any of the Chris's I guess they're just yeah. constantly cast as the hot action guy and you're like yeah I just feel bad for them at some point I'm like don't you like do you want to play something else are you content with that and I I like understand why Johnny Depp's like no I don't want to be cast as the hot guy right let me let me go do uh, something fun. Hemsworth's showing range, though. Hemsworth, Hemsworth no, I, picks up I, I comedic was... roles, and Chris oh, yeah. Evans wants to be behind the camera. And no, I was, Jeremy I was... Jeremy Renner is lucky he has a job because uh, <laughs> let's let's be honest, uh, he's boring as fuck. But well, I'm just... Let's hope that show is good. <laughs> I think the show will be good, but Haley Steinfeld is one of my favorites. So, yeah, she's really good. You know. yeah. yeah. Sorry, Sam. Sorry, did I cut off Sam? No, I was just I didn't want to like. I didn't, they're just like at the top. Those actors yeah. are at their top, and they're yeah. just the ones I can pick on easily. But right, like one movie I will say that I love Johnny Depp in that he's not fully quirky in is Benny and uh. June. Oh yeah, and I've seen I've I, seen that a long time ago. I like it because he's he's quirky, but he's just he's a little bit more subdued. Anyway, yeah, not yeah. Uh, Chris Reed Brown brought up Public Enemy. And I oh, think yeah. that's yeah. my favorite non-crazy uh, uh, Johnny Depp character. Yeah, because that's a good one. And yeah. he just mm-hmm. plays a gangster, right? Yeah, he's a yeah. he's the gangster hitman kind of guy. Yeah. Um, a bank robber. He's a bank robber. That's what he is, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I, I, I saw that movie. Yeah, did that that, did movie. I have to do a review for that movie? One of that movie. I'll say that, that was, was early. Yeah, that was towards the end of the. Before 2010? I know that. Maybe. Public Enemies? Oh, 2009. No, I didn't write a review yeah, on it, but I okay. saw it. Um, as we close up this episode, uh, well, first thing, 
has it, I, I never want to watch Country Bears. I, I've never seen it. Is do it, it really bad? Is it's it really, really bad? It's it's fun to make fun of the movie and, and Christopher Walken saying the word bears in a class Christopher Walken way, but, you know. Bear, bears! Yeah. Bears! <laughs> like that? Yeah, he's, yeah he, that's literally, yeah. He, it, yeah. And he's, like, angry, and it's, like, split in the sentence. We, anyway, it's hilarious to see it for that reason, but, yeah, it's not a good movie. It, the, yeah, the I don't one, remember, like, anything. Yeah. Uh, it's like it's a PG thirteen Disney movie. It's not. It's PG, it's but PG, like yeah. they're allowed. They're allowed one fuck, and he's like, "Where the fuck are these bears?" Yeah, right, yeah. I can't do Christopher Walken, but it's like the one fuck. Where are these fucking bears? Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, as we close up this episode, I want to ask you, what ride at Disneyland would you create into a movie, and how would you do it? What ride? Because Tomorrowland, I've never seen Tomorrowland, but I want to watch Tomorrowland because I know that there's like a big over-encompassing message about the future of mankind in it. And I think that's cool. And that's really like, that's that's ambitious. I heard it yeah. falls flat, but yeah. it's ambitious. It had potential. But yeah. also, is it considered a ride because it's a land? Would you consider it a ride movie because it's Tomorrowland? I mean, if you wanted to do Frontierland, the movie... But that's just Westworld. I feel like Westworld yeah. would just be the best yeah, way to point. do best way to do that. What are the different lands? Um, Adventureland, Frontierland, Fantasyland, Tomorrowland. Uh, do we count Galaxy's Edge now? And yeah, we uh, did. Yeah, I guess we would. Yeah. And okay. then um, Main Street, uh, Avengers Campus. Yeah. Oh yeah, Toontown. Yeah. Um, uh, mid- Midway. Mid- Mid- Midway. What's it called? Oh, we're no. over in DCA side. That's that's Pixar Pier. Um, Pixar Pier. Okay. Yeah. And then we have mid. Uh, sorry, um, New Orleans Square. Oh yeah. yeah. And. Oh, Critter Country. Critter Country. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's Critter Country? That's like Splash, Splash Mountain. Mountain, Winnie it, the Pooh. Oh. Yeah, it was Splash okay. Mountain, Country Bears, and Winnie the Pooh, over there. But well, no, sorry, it was Splash Mountain, Country Bears, and a restaurant. And that's okay. Uh, and then it expanded to be the Winnie the Pooh ride. Okay. So what are some good classic Disney rides? Um, well, I mean, there are already there there have been rumors circulating about it for a while, but I'm super stoked for um whatever they're gonna do with Space Mountain. Um that's the movie that I would want to see. Um because there I think there's a lot I don't know if Disney's done a whole lot with the space genre in general. I know they yeah. Marvel, which is like taking people into space and like galactic things and, and Star Wars and all that, but like and Star Wars, yeah. Um but like just as a standalone space adventure that's not related to any of that stuff. I mean, I think it would be a challenge for them because they have the whole Star Wars, like, pantheon that they're building. Right. Not only Star Wars, you also have Guardians of the Galaxy. So any any space thing a Disney movie has to do has to make sure not to step on those toes. Exactly. And to be, they have to be their own unique thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that I would be interested to see that because it's my favorite ride at the at the park for a lot of reasons. Um mm. But yeah, so I, I think I would want to see him take on that challenge. I don't know how I would do it necessarily. I would just want a good space, just a good space adventure that has some some bite to it. Kind of like if they do a yeah. pir- if they do a pirates level edge to a space story, like if they went on the like more like gravity or interstellar side of like harrowing mm. like danger, I think it'd be really cool if they did it. Like if they took the risk to do that. Right. Right. I think I think a general consensus is I, well, at least I don't I don't want kids. 
I don't yeah. want child actors unless they're so damn good. But like, right. I don't like Haunted Mansion is bogged down by the child actors. Uh, uh, and then like, I don't want a, a, a movie where like a child actor uh, like stows away on a spaceship and yeah. like now he's this child in space. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, Did you ever see that movie Flight of the Navigator? The Disney did? Never. No. It's a movie where their spaceship lands on Earth and scientists can't get into it until this one kid shows up in the spaceship, like, accepts him into the ship, and now he's the navigator for the spaceship. So oh. that, I think they've already done that plot line. But yeah. It was, I love that movie as a kid. It was, it's on Disney+. Yeah. Plus. <laughs> so if you want to watch it. Um, it came out in, like, the nine, 80s, 90s. But okay. anyway. Yeah. All right. But anyway, a space adventure with some, with some grit and some danger to it. With the theme of space, yeah, around it. Maybe, maybe if you do like this old Flash Gordon type era, um, uh, uh, like serial type uh, space. Like <laughs> <laughs> you know, I really want yeah. a space odyssey out of Space Mountain. Like that would right. Be- yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. How how could you do space without without yeah, and that's the challenge. Well, I mean, in Disneyland, the story of the attraction is it's Space Station 77, and it's a mm-hmm. space station that's landed in Disneyland Park. So it's a space station, so you could take that as maybe like the hub of where the adventure starts and just you know say, hey, here are the things about the ride that we all know, and then just take right. it to another place. Kind of like they did with Pirates, kind of like they did with Jungle Cruise. Start with yeah. the thing that you know, and then expand to something that we haven't seen, which is insanely difficult now that Star Wars is part of the mix. So that's what I want to see them to anyway i'm taking up time sam you can have your so i actually technically have two um and they're both gonna almost fall in the same genre first is it would i know they've rumored or like whatever about it but matterhorn Mm -hmm. but very like obviously like an adventure type of thing but kind of make it like a horror thing a theme of it of there's this rumored you know ghost of the mountain or something like that and they and it's the yeti and they find out that you know something of that sort like having this like almost horror adventure with it yeah as you can see where my my favorite genre starts to lie i'm like yeah i like it (laughs) yeah i like it i just have this weird image of like you tease the yeti character and then you (laughs) realize This is a combination of so many movies that it turns that it's 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 you see the silhouette and you they think they're about to die and then it's like John C. Riley like he takes off the mask he's like oh hey guys and like it's of all the actors just, I love that choice uh, yeah, I thought everyone. of John C. Riley because I thought of Kong Skull Island yeah and I thought of like you know what I mean like it's like I've been trapped here for a long time I'm John C. Riley I can't do his voice. I don't know, if Isaac, if you could do it. I can't really do it. Well, I could do a like, fake version of him. Like a Wreck-It Ralph? Like a, oh, oh, hey. No, no, it's not that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of in here. John C. Riley's kind of in this place a little bit. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, then it's John C. Riley, and you realize the Yeti isn't, jo- isn't a Yeti. It's John C. Riley. <laughs> Unless John C. Riley's like, oh, no, there are real Yetis. Yeah. Now I'm just thinking about Kong Skull Island, which is a really good movie. Made it like a weird uh, horror comedy mix. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I uh, want some, like, native, like, lore to, like, pull into it. Like, yeah, the lore. The lore of the Yeti, and yeah. it's like a spook, like, these group of adventures, like, every adventure story on a mountain. Like, they kind of, all oh, this, people got lost. Here's the, like, haunted valley, this and that. 
and just yeah. really playing into the lore and the mysticism of of it. Um, yeah. And then the second one, which is funny you bring this up because Carolyn and I have been talking about it like all week, is <laughs> Small World as a Horror Movie. You're just changing everything to horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. But hear, hear it out. Like, we've been, like, talking about it a lot. And I think last night we were talking about it. And I was like, if it was, like, child's play. Like, <laughs> these little animatronic dolls were, like, Chucky coming after you. Because <laughs> that right? Uh -huh. And, like, I don't know. Maybe if you, like, got brainwashed because of that song. Like, there's some weird stuff you can pull out of Small World. <laughs> I... I'm sorry, I, I have dead inside, so. <laughs> having a horror small world, okay, I could see that. I just thought could of, like. you imagine those dolls, like, coming to life, like, all, like, twitchy and. and... Oh, I can see it. You know, it's like, like a Five Nights at Freddy's? Yeah. Yeah. Chucky, Chucky threatening you in German or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking, what if. Uh, what if small <laughs> world was about, like, the livable land on Earth? is getting smaller and smaller. And so all these all these countries have to come together and create like a like one city with all these countries literally as their like each country is their own borough, right? And so like so there is still a president of whatever country, but they only have this amount of land and like they're all having to like work together and it's a small world. <laughs> oh, that was such a nicer premise to mine. Like let's, let's It's not a horror movie. Yeah, it's more of like let's, like, let's work try to together. Have unity, yeah. give us a big message. Right. <laughs> like, nah, just traumatize everyone. Yeah. Right, because there there would be still be like wars. There would still be like wars, but it's in the confines of a city, like between boroughs. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, I like that. you know, yeah. there's still like yeah, and and but but the population is getting smaller and smaller because like like people have died. There's a right. reason, right? But yeah. that, but everybody. I mean, this is almost anti—it's anti-nationalist. It's—it's saying that like, why don't we stick together and like be a, a Earth? But like, all these countries are sticking to their country's identity in the in the span of like a city's boundaries, right? You know, I mean, I don't know if it's too heady for for Disney to try to pull off, but I, yeah, I like that. I also really like Sam's idea too. I want to see that. Yeah. Oh, and also Sam's horror idea. Oh, yeah. Like, okay, like, fine. The yeah. two horror films that she threw out, like... Yeah. Okay. Uh, I thought of Space Mountain, though, because uh, what if the mountain is a mountain of tasks? Like, it takes place <laughs> on a space station. It's a space station, and the main character... So it's... Uh, the main characters are, like, the crew that is... The space station is the central hub between different galaxies and different whatevers, and... You're, you're, it's, it all takes place on a space station and things go wrong and it's this guy's first day being the central like person to like oversee all of it in their like central control room and it's all these tasks I mean you can make it into a comedy you could literally be like oh no like <laughs> someone's jet jettisoned the, the, the sewage waste but it's coming around and it's looping <laughs> around and like, like you know, we gotta, we gotta destroy that. Oh no, the ambassador from Bleep Blorp is coming in. Like, make it a comedy. Yeah, why not? 
Like, let's do a space mountain comedy. And the mountain is referring to the tasks that this one new, the new guy on the job is his first day on the job. He has this mountain of tasks. Space <laughs> I want, mountain, baby. I want the title card to have the, like, the red dot with the number in it on the title. Like, you have the tasks to complete. That'll be the vision oh. for, the, <laughs> for the mountain of tasks. <laughs> Did we just... <laughs> Did you is guys just something? write a new movie? Am I, on, am I on to something here? Uh, we did. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Look, if I if I if I make it to writing a Disney movie, I'm gonna take all your guys' ideas. So and I will send you a gift basket. So don't Thank worry. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. To to Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> to to the Star Wars merchandise shop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man. Is there a Rainforest Cafe still open anywhere? Yeah, or are they so. all closed down? I think it was just that one in downtown Disney because of the... I group. think there's one in Vegas. The South Coast Plaza one closed down a, Did it like really? a couple years before. Yeah. Oh, wow. They, okay. All their people, their people came to Anaheim to our place. Oh, and God. so, like, so I don't think there is a Rainforest Cafe right now. At least here. Maybe in Florida. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. As... As uh, Isaac is looking that up, uh, I want to say thank you to all the people out there, the audience out there who's been watching, uh, who's been supporting the Keeg and the different Keeg shows. Um, follow us on social media, on TikTok and Instagram at the Keeg Show. Also follow our live stream, um, uh, our live streams in general that are on, excuse me, volume.com. Uh, so volume.com slash The Keeg Show. We're also on Twitch. So twitch.tv slash The Keeg Show. On uh, YouTube, youtube.com slash The Keeg. And on Facebook, facebook.com slash The Keeg. We're all over the place. If you're watching our live stream, you can see in that bottom right-hand corner all our social media. You can find us there. Uh, but you might also be listening to our podcast. And our podcast is on uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play. We're all over the place there. And you can listen to past episodes uh, the Keeg Live talks about a different subject each uh, or every other week. So uh, this is Jungle Cruise and other Disney ride movies. And I believe in two uh, in two weeks we are talking about I forget. And I will have to look that up. I just created the whole schedule for the rest of the year. And it's uh, intense. And uh, I don't know what's going on. But um Isaac, did you find out if there's a Rainforest Cafe there, anywhere? There is. Yes, there are. There, I'm looking at Google. There's one open. In Ontario, California. I don't know why it's showing me that one. But, uh, yeah, it closes at 9. So it's still open for another few hours. Oh, and apparently oh okay. So Ontario is open. Apparently it's a little busy, according to Google. Right now. Oh, yeah, because Google tells you. Um, <laughs> in one week, because it's, it's every other week, but sometimes you have to stutter step to, in order to include everything. Next week we're talking about The Suicide Squad, because uh, that movie comes out next week, and I'm very much looking forward to that. Um but it was nice to see Jungle Cruise and and nice to, I guess, not really nice to watch Haunted Mansion uh, and talk <laughs> about it with you, too. Uh, Isaac and Sam, thank you so much for coming on the show and talking with me about all of this. Um, before we get going, uh, Sam, uh, what what is your social media? If you could say your social media out loud, what uh, if you have any plugs, anything that you're up to, where people can find you, you know, any sort of thing. Now's your time. <laughs> So I, you can find me on any social media platform at Body Semantics. It's B-O-D-Y-S-A-M-A-N-T-I-X. And I also, my business is The Micro Squad, uh, also the same name on all social media platforms. We do a lot of Pilates-themed workouts. I personally uh, 
Pilates-based workouts. I do a lot of themed workouts. <laughs> Merge all my words together. I believe this weekend we actually have Pilates of the Caribbean coming out. <laughs> okay. Okay. I was feeling... I, I, yeah. That pun really works well in written form as opposed to in in like verbal form, right? Yeah, it's yeah. The Pilates Unless of it's the Caribbean. Pilots. Pilates of the Caribbean. <laughs> you read it like that, I'm a little worried. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but I, I normally do uh also Marvel themed workouts, which I think that's that's how you found me. That's what a lot of people know me for. Yeah. Yeah. You you love puns. Like you work puns, your workouts are all pun named things so yeah i just recently had someone comment on my yelena workout and they were like some of these are really cheesy also that's kind of the point yeah (laughs) yeah i i don't know why i should have assumed that you would like this movie like i should have i i i asked you because i i like i know you like disney i just didn't put like all these things together like that this would have been your your Did I ever thing. tell you that, like, I when I was working in an actual Pilates studio and running classes, I had a client come up to me at the end of class, and she goes, you know, if this never works out for you, you could probably get a job with the Jungle Cruise. Mm. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. Thanks? <laughs> you saying I'm not a good teacher? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, okay, but I appreciate that. So. Yeah, you could be great at both. I really want to do a jungle themed, jungle cruise themed class. I just, I want to get my spiel first. Do it. Do, I mean, you, you got to do it now. So I know you're working on it. There's a lot of things, Sam. So stay tuned to the Keeg if you want to stay up to date with all your geek, uh, geek (laughs) news. Um, I'm plugging my show within Sam's plug. Um, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) uh, uh, Matt says jungle curls. Oh, jungle like curl, curl. curls. Curl. If you have a lisp or a speech impediment, jungle curls. <laughs> so then it kind of works. Uh, kind of like Disney nudes. Disney nerds. <laughs> Disney nerds. Uh, um, but uh, thank you, Sam, for coming on the show. Uh, you thank know, you yet for again, me. you're always a pleasure. And uh, you know, you know your jungle cruise. I'll tell you that. <laughs> You, I you know really jungle do. News. Jungle news. News. I don't know. Okay. That, I mean, that works. That works, but okay. Uh, Isaac, what's yes. your social media? What are your plugs? Where can people find you? You got anything coming up? Uh, you can find me on Facebook, just as me, Isaac Robinson Smith, um, Twitter and Instagram, mostly on Instagram, IRS Voices. Um, I do have things coming up that I can't. <laughs> this happens every time. <laughs> yeah, I, pr- I promise they're cool things, but I can't. Um, things coming out next month, I'm excited for. Um, that'll be I'll talk about when I can. Um, but most recently, you can hear me as the official voice of Black Panther in uh, California Adventures Avengers Campus, which is one of the highest honors I've ever had in my life. So if you're ever, it's, it's show, super cool. Yeah, yeah. Can I talk back to you? Can I be like, hey, hey, Isaac, <laughs> Isaac. <laughs> well, if you I know that, it's you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Get him out of here. Make like I'm at your. <laughs> it's like I'm at your front door. I'm yeah. Just like, but it's yeah. not. I'm just at the speaker, being like, <laughs> knock, knock, open up. <laughs> I know this guy. <laughs> Stop. Let me go. Let me I go. Feel, 
I know him. I want to see. I, I just him. want to see that. I just want to see a video of that happening. Please, we will yeah. go to the park. <laughs> yeah, like people are like this guy. Some crazy guy thinks he knows Black Panther. I swear, I know <laughs> As they're taking me yeah, off. It, yeah. <laughs> I like this. This is this yeah. is the next live action Disney movie. Is this story? Yeah. Yeah, Dimitri, can you come with me next time and I'll film it all? <laughs> yeah. The the next Disney ride movie is I know that guy. Yeah, it's just your face blurred <laughs> saying that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um Thank you, thank you, Isaac. Thank you, Sam, so much for coming on the show uh, on a Saturday afternoon. You could be out going to raves or at Burning Man, but you're here. You're here with me. So thank you so much uh, for your time. Um, everybody out there, hopefully you guys follow Isaac and Sam on their respective social medias because they're both awesome. They're awesome people. I would love to have them back as guests if I didn't scare them away off of this episode. Um uh, but I would love to have you two back. Um, wherever you guys are watching or listening to us, please click follow, please click like, a uh, thumbs up, a wink and a smile, a kiss on my forehead, whatever. Uh, wherever you are, uh, we're just lucky to have you uh, 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 digesting us in whatever way. So thank you so much for your support. Um, this is another episode of the Keeg Live. We were talking about Jungle Cruise this episode, uh, but next week we're going to be talking about the Suicide Squad, and then it's every other week from that point onwards. Uh, so you're getting a kind of a twofer, you know, in a way. We're, you know, you don't have to wait two weeks uh, for another episode of this. We're we're coming at you next week, so stay tuned with that. Thank you guys so much once again. I'm your host Dimitri Pereira, and this has been another episode of the Keeg Live. Take care, everybody. Peace out. Bye. Super fast.